0: Hey, Emmy, can you say, this is dinner for dessert?
1: This is dinner for
0: dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric.
2: Hey, Pop. Um,
0: I hit a milestone at the barbershop the other day. It's weird. Like a really big life-altering milestone. Like did, just
3: I'm so did, curious. Did they give you a card and you punched out your eighth haircut and they got the ninth free?
0: No, I wish. Oh, man, I wish. No, I had to pay full price. 100 cool. eyebrow threadings? Nice.
1: No.
2: Remember
0: Close, the, though. Remember when we got our eyebrows threaded that New Year's Eve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Me and Eric have done a lot of weird things in our lives. <laughs> what? One New Year's Eve... Um,
3: what barber was that do you remember
0: we went to the barber and it It was was on old country road in westbury
2: by century 21 oh that's my barber that no way you really go there awesome yeah
3: bruno's is great yes bruno's that place is phenomenal
0: although no one in there's named bruno (laughs) (laughs) no not the owner's (laughs) name is boris (laughs) i see
3: (laughs) i see yuri there he's very good yeah yeah.
0: so we used to go there and there was a lady there probably like one of their wives it's like old russian lady she's like you want me to thread your eyebrow and we were like one day we're like you know what it was New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve, we gotta look good. So we did it. And just watching Eric at his eyebass thought it was my favorite <laughs> moment ever. And you well, don't I, need it. That's the funny no, part. Like I do, because I'm a hairy friggin' Italian, but like you didn't need it. It was amazing. We also went tanning once, <laughs> remember that? And you got sunburned <laughs> and your skin started peeling. I thought you were gonna say I cut the turn too early on <laughs> Hempstead Turnpike. I
2: didn't I thought it was the entrance ramp to the parking lot, but I just hopped the curb, then the <laughs> other curb and landed in a spot and I'm like, all right, which is the, the parking right here.
0: Your best attribute of your personality is how you could pretend like you meant to do it, and it's actually like you sell it so well that it's almost like, you know what? Eric knew a shortcut. Nobody, <laughs> <laughs> nobody. He nobody, meant to go 35 yeah. over that curve. You're like, yeah, no, I saw that. You're like, really? You That was your plan? Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, so you got sunburned. Though. I, that did. Was I did. Yo, how so, have,
3: I, I know that I have been around you guys like for as, quite as long as you've known each other. But how are there this many things? <laughs> like, how are there
0: this many things?
3: We've been friends for a really long time,
0: Jonesy. Oh, I know, um, but
3: I'm like, like, you could always be like, hey, remember that time? And it's like some absolutely outlandish thing.
0: <laughs> Wait, see, the thing is, when Eric got the sunburn, though, it's not just like regular sunburn. His whole body started peeling. Do you remember this?
2: Uh, yeah, yes, unfortunately. So
0: we'd be like hanging out and you just like lift up your shirt and you'd just like peel like like a loose leaf sheet of like <laughs> eight and a half by 11 of skin off your stomach. Like how quick does it start? <laughs> oh my, dude, it was, was you it could like, have used it to write scrolls, like the Dead Sea <laughs> <laughs> Scrolls were written yes. on Eric's stomach skin. The
2: uh, only right. reason it happened is because I, for some reason in my head, I'm like, well, I never take my shirt off at the beach. Why not go in this tanning booth in just like a pair of speedos or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, right? Yeah. Your, like,
0: sto- your stomach has never seen the sun <laughs> until that moment. Why did I
2: think that was okay for like 12 minutes in this tanning <laughs>
0: bed? What is this ultraviolet? It was awful. <laughs> oh. So anyway, uh, I didn't get my eyebrows threaded. I didn't get a free haircut. But at the barber last week. Okay, first off, I have to say, this barber has been um, shaving, like, trims my eyebrows without asking, which, you know, that tells you everything you need to he know. He knows you need it. Like, he just takes the clippers, and he's just like a, like, just like, like a lawnmower over my eyebrows, and every time, I'm always like, don't shave off my eyebrows. Do open. they look good? I mean, they look like I still have very thick eyebrows, but, you know, a little bit shorter, I guess, Um not like the threading lady who, like you know, shaped them up. That and was look all those fancy. Are like the most perfect. Yeah. my eyebrows have ever looked. Yeah, um, no, he he did something brand new that um, let me know that I'm I'm starting to go into like old man level. He plucked your nose hairs or your ear hairs. <laughs> he shaved my ears. <laughs> yes. My actual earlobes, like you just like middle doing stuff. He did do my nose too, but like he always does it. I think, like, so I'm always like, you know what? People have nose hairs. There's nose hair trimmers. Like it's a thing. So I'm like, that's whatever. But he literally shaved my earlobe. Well, I mean, listen, he it's, trimmed it down. Like me, I didn't know I had earlobe hair.
2: To me, it's not that crazy. I bought that. I bought the this um. You know Manscape. Yeah, of course. They like advertise on everything you watch or do or whatever. I finally cracked. They had this crazy deal, bro. It was like 25 bucks for like the body lawnmower or whatever it's called. And it had the nose hair um, machine also, right? It had like yeah. everything in this little portable like travel case. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. When I got it, I was like, oh my God, I have this little small buzzer now, which is great for like your actual upkeep of your body aside from your, the top of your head, Yeah. Uh, which I use like a, a normal buzzer like buzzer for i've been doing my own haircuts for like a decade now but once i got this kit i started taking care of like my nose hair with it and i started shaving my earlobes because when you look close in the mirror like there was fuzz there
0: yeah oh so i'm not alone so
2: you're not alone like it's not a crazy thing that's why the barber did it for you like you probably should have been doing that already oh you're making me feel so much better
0: right now because i was like dude this is like this is i cut
2: my hair like every two to three weeks i do like my own thing and i every time i buzz my ears Oh, all right i also used to grow i don't know if you remember like one long hair would grow out of my forehead like the middle of my forehead and my one earlobe and you would always pull it out <laughs> yeah. growing up yeah that's true of course i remember how
0: do you you can't forget that <laughs> that's that's a memory that will not <laughs> so i have to like take care of that on my own now yeah so luckily my ear hair because then after that i'm like i looked at my earlobes it's like peach fuzz blonde mm-hmm. like it's not so like mine it's not like i have like you know black hair on my on my ears but still it's that's a moment that was a moment for me um it was like when i was seven um at the barber i also that was another pivotal moment for me when you know at the end of your haircut they clean up the back of your neck like they they like you know put the shaving cream and they use the straight razor well i knew i was going to be hairy that moment uh when i was seven years old when he was doing my neck and then he just pulled the back of my shirt down and just kept going and started shaving my back i was like dude i'm seven this is bad this is not gonna end well for me fast forward uh like 11 years 12 years from that and we were in like your your basement in limbrook
2: and i was waxing that same back hair for you
0: yeah dude can i can we say like the, the... wax is terrible yeah. to do it yourself uh, that like, was the only somebody, time pay somebody to do it. That was the only time I ever attempted a back waxing. We
2: shaved each other's backs numerous times, but like yeah. that was the time that we tried to do the the waxing.
0: That was, it was the bad. only time. bad. Blood everywhere. Yeah, it was brutal. It was like, like the scene from 40-year-old virgin is not um exaggerated. No. Like that's what it was like. It was so painful. And we were definitely, you were doing it wrong. Like, you're not, obviously, (laughs) you're not a trained, you know, back waxer. Um, But thank you. Thank you for doing it. Of course. That was really nice of you. Um, Yeah. So, anyway.
3: Hey, Pomp, does your barber uh, shave the back now?
0: Like my actual back?
3: No, no. Like the back of your neck. Yeah. Like with a straight razor? Yeah. Yeah, I can't find a barber that does that now.
0: Well do you go to supercuts or do you go to a real barber like a Bruno doesn't do
3: it? No. Bruno like uses like a like a clipper. And the clipper's really good. But they don't do like the the straight razor, razor, huh? What? And I'm trying to figure out if that's that's like I'm trying to figure out if that's like a thing that ended with the pandemic. No. Because I've been to like a bunch of barbers and no one's been doing it. Where do you go, Pomp? Trims in Freeport? I do not.
0: I should.
2: I should. I bet you they do a straight razor. Or
0: trends in uh, Island Park. When you know you know the when when the barber shop uh, replaces the s's with z's like so trends with a z uh, you know it's a good barbershop. shop
2: and they definitely use uh straight razors
0: and you could definitely buy drugs in there too
2: <laughs> and bootleg dvd yeah.
0: <laughs> do they do they change watch batteries oh, totally um i
2: I'll go never to forget that about the Limburg Barbershop shop is anytime you'd sit in that chair somebody would walk in with a like a, a duffel bag of burnt dvds to sell you
3: yeah like i'll time. never forget that every time and i bought three for ten like every time I have to I'm like how many copies of rush hour do you have from the barber <laughs>
0: i have two joe dirt oh god <laughs> you always need a backup of joe dirt obviously. you never know um no i go here um in town in long beach uh to these old russian guys the Is place it in th- the west end no it's on the east end it's like right here it's like i saw one the on the block. west end the other day i was
2: like yeah, that place
1: a-
3: probably does a good haircut top hat's not bad this yeah, pla- I've been there a bunch
0: This place over here It's like old Russian Jewish guys um, The guy I go to Is like the oldest of the old guys And I think everyone else is scared to go to him Because he looks like he might, you know Have a stroke while he's doing your hair But he's the man <laughs> He's got he always the most does a good experience drive. Yeah, exactly Every time It's the same conversation every time I go, hey, how are you? And he goes, good, thank God and that's the only talk. <laughs> that's it.
3: You don't even tell him what you want?
0: No, I don't even tell him what I want. He and tells he, you what you want. Yeah, he just starts shaving my eyebrows and my earlobes and my nose hair. Yeah. Every time. Good, thank God. Every time. <laughs> so. What is
2: a uh, what does a barbershop haircut go for these days? Oh my god. The, Bruno's is I would have the roof. no clue.
3: Bruno's is through the roof right now. Put it
2: this way. Last time I went, I'm gonna tell you. Last time I went, the cut was probably like fourteen and you would give a twenty and the rest would be the tip.
0: Yeah, it's gone up a lot since then.
3: Like, what are we looking at now?
0: I think mine is now twenty-two.
3: Bruno's last time I went there, which was like three weeks ago, twenty-eight bucks. Damn! Wow. And I will say this: he's the best barber I've ever been to. Twenty-eight bucks is too much money. It's a lot of money. I'll I'll cut your hair for twenty-six bucks, um, t- my and I'll won't. use a straight razor. <laughs> my wife will do it for nothing. She's great. She's actually really good.
0: I can't beat that price. I'll that, pay you to do your hair. That's
2: why I started doing my own. I was like, I don't, I don't,
3: I could do this. Like, why am I paying? I'm not getting some crazy well, that, haircut. That was my problem. Like if, if I was going to get the straight razor on the back of the neck, then totally worth it. You know, if they're not going to do it, then I'm like, well, you know what? Do
2: they do the shoulder massage? Bruno's
3: does. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but he's got that crazy like metal thing that he puts on the back of his hand. That oh, vibrates. yeah. Yeah. So, do they phenomenal. finish you or no? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. Great. Full service. <laughs> oh,
0: <okay. laughs> um. I shaved my own head, too, for probably eight eight or nine years, so I feel like now that I pay for haircuts, I'm always like, yeah, you know what? I saved a lot of money for eight years shaving my own head.
2: My whole thing is I just don't have enough hair to justify paying somebody else to cut it. Yeah, that's true. Your hair looks great, though. Oh, Thanks, man. You're doing good. I'm I'm digging the mustache. Your hair looks pretty nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You too.
3: Yes. (laughs) Looks
2: like one of these things is not like the other in this room.
0: Hey, you know what, guys? Don't clean shave shame me, (laughs) all right? i have some stubble (laughs) not really i've seen you grow it though like on tour like when you just didn't shave anything oh yeah i I could grow a sick yeah you can can, it's there i've you know i look like uh, one day i quickly turn into uh like one week of not shaving i look like um maybe hispanic two weeks of shaving i look persian yeah Three weeks of not shaving, they don't let me uh, on planes. You're the prince of Iran. You're yeah. Like- I am uh, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Um, yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. That's the president of Iran. That's his name.
2: You had to learn his name like I had to learn Ethan Slipley's name. Yeah. The amount of times
0: people, when they saw me with a beard, said that I looked like the president of Iran, I had to eventually learn his name. And it was Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. So I love it. I've been practicing. So, anyway, did you guys hit any milestones in your life in the last six months? Oh man, nope. None, zero, nothing. How about you, None Jones? Nothing I could think of.
3: Uh, house purchase. I guess that counts, right?
0: Uh, that's a big one. That's a really big one. Yeah. So you bought a house. How's that? It's awesome. Best thing I ever did. Nice. What I seen it. Yeah. Is it haunted? Parts. Nice. Did you ever like break down a wall doing uh, construction and you find like a like an heirloom?
3: No, you know what we found? Is that the right
0: word? Air- I feel like it didn't sound right when I said it. Is uh, heirloom? I don't think so. A doubloon? <laughs> you found doubloons, you'd be. <laughs> what's a doubloon? I only know from the movie Goonies. Like, what's a doubloon? A coin? Yeah,
3: it's like a Spanish coin.
0: Oh. Is it doubloon A? Eh?
3: We knocked a uh, wall down <laughs> and we yeah. found the original front of the house. Like, the the guys who did the renovation to put the front room on the house did. just covered the original front? Just covered the old front. So. When we started knocking the wall down, we were hoping that it was just going to be sheetrock and studs, and it turned out to be stucco and plaster and 100 year old wiring that went nowhere.
0: Way more work than it needed to be. When you said studs, you went into a southern accent for a split second. Did you hear that? When he said studs, studs. I had like this crazy
2: quick we were, daydream we like, of ripping the wall down and it being sheetrock and like uh, 80s Patrick Swayze <laughs> just like lined
3: up. Like big John Stud is holding <laughs> up the wall. Big John Stud. I'm coming for you, Big John Thud. Meet you with Tharcade. Wow, what are we? Ten minutes in, and I'm doing Dusty Roads again.
0: We're Uh, uh, never too soon. We're fourteen. Dusty (laughs) Roads. I love it. I've
3: been looking for you forever. You were in my walls. I would have never known. I can smell you your blood. That. You've gotten better at it. <laughs> have, you, have you been practicing? I feel like you've been practicing. I just I watch a lot of Dusty Rhodes on TV.
0: <laughs> oh, man. This is awesome. We haven't done an episode in a very long I time. I haven't been in the same room with the two of you
2: since uh, probably post-Thanksgivings. <laughs> That's
0: crazy. I mean, I was with Jones like a month ago. No, three weeks ago, maybe? That was like a month ago. A month ago. Yeah. I was with you like three days ago. Yeah, I
2: was with him. Um, we actually, uh buddy of mine... Has started his own pod, podcast. Nice. Shout it out. Shout it called out. Called the Spar Inn. If you're into boxing, that's what these guys talk about. Puma and Fossil. And they'll give you everything on your up-to-date boxing knowledge you could have. They'll talk about every fight coming up. Every fight that just happened. It's pretty dope. So we went there. We helped them set up the studio. Jones actually made their intro music.
0: Nice. Is yeah. it better than ours? Um, No. It's pretty okay. cool. You, have, you always have to keep it like a little less Yeah, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's called the Spar Spar in, like Space Inn, yes. I-N. I N. They should also open a bed and breakfast called the Spar Inn, I N. The name is
2: now um, they trademarked it because Puma's long-term goal is to open a sports bar called the Spar Inn. Oh, perfect. All um, right, they're stepping in. They ahead. already have merch, too. <laughs> like they're five episodes deep and they out-merged us. Oh, cool.
3: Yeah, like that neon light that he's got is it's pretty cool. Awesome. He's uh, a he's a really nice guy yeah, too. Yeah, great great dude. I hope that uh, they have some success there.
2: How do, we, how do we get them on the show? So F- Fossil doesn't live too close. They're starting to do like... Um, uh, they bought, they they paid for like this app. It's almost... I don't know what you would call it, but they both are on there like filming themselves, doing the podcast at the same time. It sounds great.
0: Oh, they do it like remotely. remotely. I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
2: And they did the first few episodes together. When Fossil can come down here, he does, but he lives like upstate. Okay. Uh, um. Yeah, they're pretty great. But Puma, I want to get... He's going to come on the show. Let's have him. I mean, he's not just going to... He'll, he'll come in here and talk everything with us. He's a boxer, right? Yeah, he's so he's ex... Uh, he boxed.
0: Can we get him to beat up Jones on the air? Oh, he would totally... <laughs> like, oh. just for fun. Like, no offense. Like, I don't want you to be hurt, but it'd be great content. Great content. He's oh, the kind wait. of
3: guy... He would, he would knock my jaw loose and then
0: help me up. <laughs> That's a good dude right there. Yeah, yeah
3: solid, solid guy. Uh, I so def- I'm
2: proud of them. It's like... I, it almost feels like we, we, we helped birth a new podcast. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. I think, you know, the cool thing about podcasting is it's like it leveled the playing field a lot for people who want to get into this kind of, you know, medium um, without a lot of, you know, startup costs. All it requires is like you got to have like the drive to actually do it you know how many people say like oh i want to do this i want to do that and then they never do it um and they just yeah that's that's the differentiator so so when when, when people it, actually do it it like makes it makes my my heart first, very happy he first
2: came to me with with questions about equipment because he knew that we did this um i in turn bounced my ideas off of jones we got them the equipment they needed told them what to order they did once we got them all set up, the, he set everything up on his own with my guidance through FaceTime, except he was having like a buzz in a microphone. So we went all the way to Avityville and it's because one of the cables was laying on a power, like uh, one of the the power boxes that was plugged in. Yeah, he would have never known that. But though. nobody would have. Like, if it wasn't for Jones just moving it out of the way, we'd never would have known.
0: Yeah, we have we have the buzz problem too. And the crazy thing is, we have we're like far overpowered for what a podcast needs. Yeah. Like, we have like a hardcore mixing board and all. So this stuff, they went with this
2: with the, a, a different, like a
0: newer model of this. Oh, they use the same mixing yeah. board. Yeah, he, they went pretty similar to
3: what we use.
0: Oh, nice. They use the same mics or no? Uh,
3: he got the shore. They're like podcast mics. They're yeah, on a they, boom arm, but they're okay. they're about the same capsule as this. They they sound the same.
0: Okay,
2: they sound I, the same, but they're the ones that are just there. Yeah,
0: I like the dynamic mics. I know these are not conventional for um for podcasting, but oh, I actually no. like them.
3: Mo, it's very rare to see a podcast use a condenser mic.
0: Yeah, but they, they they use the dynamics, but they always have them like inches away from their mouths, and they always have like the pop screens. You know what I'm well, saying? I
3: mean, the, yeah, that's what we do.
0: No, I'm I'm french kissing my mic oh yeah mine
2: mine is like in my mouth when i talk yeah yeah
3: that's just the way we have it set up we could change that if we wanted to but we don't have to
0: yeah i like it this way
2: i like holding the mic also but i also feel like i would enjoy not holding the mic
0: i'd like to have the option we need a table and a mic stand we do mic stands yeah screw it upgrade time i think it might be time yeah whatevs um what else have you guys been up to in the last six months? I got a new dog. Another one? Oh, I'm such an idiot. What is wrong with you? It's a like lot, an addiction. A lot. I mean, congrats, but yeah. uh, you know, I'm judging your decision. You another but husky, congrats. Oh my God! How much dog hair is in your room at every? Well, <laughs> right now,
2: the 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 awful shed is at an end. Okay. But I had a vacuum like every day for the last two weeks.
0: Damn. I have one dog and the, the the hair situation is intense. And that dog's not even a husky. Yeah. Well, she's a German shepherd somewhere in there, so she's a little sh- crazy with the shedding, but huskies are like number 1, right? Yeah. That's nuts.
2: But yeah. That's nuts. What's her name or his name? It's a him. His name's Harold.
0: Harold.
2: Um how old? He is uh he's like 5 months right now. Did
0: you just say Harold again. I said how old? <laughs> how old Harold? <laughs> Um that's awesome. He's a good dude. Okay, so I got one thing that I want to do and I need your guys help in life. I got a <laughs> I got a dog also by the way. You got a dog too? What the oh, I I met him. Oh yeah, I met your dog. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drink his, too much.
3: His name is Tex. He's a little German Shepherd. Tex is short for Tyrannosaurus Rex. He's very good.
0: He also sheds a lot. Yeah. Let's all stop getting dogs. Okay. <laughs> Let's cut it out. All right. So here's the thing I need to do. What do you got to do? You know how I just gave the whole, you know, speech about, you know, so many people say they want to do stuff and they never do it? Well, I've been saying I wanna like do comedy, like either improv or stand up, forever, and I haven't done it. So I'm being that guy and I don't want to be that guy anymore. So I think I'm gonna take an improv class. And I want you guys to come and also take an improv class. Nope. Damn it. Jones, say yes. It it depends. What does it depend on?
3: I'm not totally Close to the idea, but I'm also not enthusiastic about it either.
0: Damn it! How about a comedy class?
3: I would sooner do an improv class than a comedy class.
0: Okay, so my chances of getting you to come to either are slim. I wouldn't say slim. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a coin toss. There's a there's a stand up comedy class that is in Long Island. It's like 250 bucks, and it's like eight classes. It, that's pretty. Is it cheap. in or on? On Long Island? Did I say in Long Island? You did. Oh no! You did, bro. You know what's weird? <clears throat> I live in Long Beach, which is also an island, but we don't say on Long Beach. No, because it's a city. So I live in the city of Long Beach on the on the island of Long Beach. Also, I think that's the name of the island. On the island of Long. Yeah.
2: In the city. Whoa! Oh, it's got crazy. So no one's going to... Be- I'll come watch you perform. I just won't take the class. I just think that... Nobody could tell, tell me how to be funny. I already know.
0: Yeah. I just want to go because I want to like just be in the scene and learn about be it. be a bunch
3: of dorks in there.
0: Oh, totally. But I'm a dork, so <laughs> work I, out. I have a bunch <laughs> of friends that
3: have taken comedy classes, and they've... You know, at the end of the course, you go up and you do stand-up comedy. And I've seen a bunch of people, and almost everybody's been good. So like, it works. I don't I mean I don't know if they were unfunny before and now they're funny. Yeah, that's a good point. Like I think that they could have done it before. They just needed like some guidance on like how to structure certain things and
0: I just don't know how to write a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my problem. Like I feel like I wouldn't get stage fright. I wouldn't be like nervous or like anything that other people might stumble over because of like all our time playing music and everything and being on stage. I just don't know how to write a joke. Like I've never written a joke in my entire life. I could write songs. I just don't know how to write a joke.
2: How do you like Get Kathy to write them for you?
0: My wife? Get my wife to write my and jokes? Do a reverse measles. Whoa. <laughs> what if I get Jones to write my jokes? Do you want to be my ghostwriter? Can you write jokes for me?
3: I don't I don't know if I can write a joke. You're pretty funny. I could write a lot of things. Like I, I do like production pieces and I can do all kinds of stuff, but I don't know if I could like write a joke joke. Like I don't know if I could be like yeah, unless you were doing, like, a roast. Like, I could do roast jokes.
0: Yeah. What about, like, your mama jokes? Is I that,
3: feel like I would be, like, redditing, like, old your mama jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I couldn't write anything better than that's already been done.
0: Yeah. All right. So, should I do improv or stand-up? I guess that's the question. The improv classes are 500 bucks, so that's another thing. 500 500 That's double the price. Of the stand-up class But the stand-up class looks a little uh, suspect, to be honest I mean, it's on Long Island And, like, the guys who run it are not successful at stand-up So uh, why why would I take their word for it? So, what do I do?
2: We should probably just do more podcast episodes and not worry about that
0: So should I just give up on the dream?
2: Yeah, it's not really a dream Yeah, that's a good point
0: All right, fine, I'm not doing it (laughs) that's it thank you eric for killing my dreams all right so i just and dude dream bro. Uh, remember so, that guy oh jackie jack yeah he's the man oh he's such a good, he was a good tipper <laughs> um very very good guy um you know killed a lot of old people but just great dude great dude he only killed people that wanted to get killed right mm-hmm. oh so he's a good dude yeah agreed it's legal in like s- sweden so
3: yeah isn't that what john wayne did only kill people that needed killing. <laughs> I
0: think so. God damn right, my friend. All right. So here's the deal. Um, that was our intro and it was twenty five minutes of bliss. But now we gotta go into our segments. You ready?
2: What's the first what are we gonna do first? I think we should do the feedback loop. Okay. All right. I'm with it.
0: Are you ready? I'm nervous. <laughs> like I, it's like it's improv class. <laughs> like it's improv all right, Eric, hit it. for feedback. wow we're we're professionals every time every god dang time that's my second favorite of all your uh segment pieces
2: oh i don't even know if i could rank them i love them so all so much
0: no there's two there's like three two clear favorites Number one is recommendations. Yeah. And number two, I think it's the feedback loop. The other ones are all good, but.
3: There's a new Ask Us Anything one, and I think that one's up there, too.
0: I forgot it, to be honest.
3: Yeah, we'll play it again later.
0: Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> all right. So feedback
2: loop, hit it. Uh, so the, uh, we have one piece of feedback, and it was uh, Pomp's wife, Kathy. Um, he asked her if she would give us some feedback <laughs> to talk about on the show tonight. And she looked at him with a complete blank stare and said, I can't give you feedback unless you do a
0: show. Yeah. So thank you, Catherine. Yeah. You know, she dropped some hard truths on us. (laughs) It really, you know, caused me and Eric at the same time to to just get very introspective about life and realize that we have totally dropped the ball on the show (laughs) and haven't done an episode in six months. So uh, sorry, guys. And sorry to my wife. Um so now we have an episode though that we're going to put up so then maybe next week we'll have actual feedback. And listen, don't all I don't make all the feedback yelling at us
2: yeah. for being gone for 6 months like
0: we know, we know we messed up. I know, seriously. We know nobody's harder on us than us. So, you know, make the feedback, you know, uh, if I can positive do- please. We need we need a self-esteem <laughs> boost. Just tell us how awesome we are. Thank you. If
3: I can jump in here real quick, uh, this might be a, a place where it makes sense to play the piece this
0: week. Oh, you have, a, you have a new piece? Yeah. Wait a second. You have a new production piece? I always have a production piece. Not always. That was Uh-oh. a lie. You just lied. You just lied on air. If and we have a We, we have an audio recorded. You don't do one fibber. every week. It would be we awesome have, if you did, but you don't.
3: If we have 75 shows, I, I would say 73 of them have a
0: piece. <laughs> We should,
3: we're going to go back and <laughs> fact check
0: that. We have a lot of them we're on. We're going to Snopes.com now. We have one. a lot
2: of the old pieces on YouTube. We do. Yeah, I was listening to them with, with some people at work the other night. Which ones did you show them? There's like the all like the old cigarette commercials and like the oh what, what brand was it? Chesterfield. Chesterfield like cigarettes. That. Oh yeah. The uh <laughs> the, the 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 uh what was the uh, the Club Q the cock oh, and wallop uh, like that <laughs> one. That Neptune, not, New <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> Hunkabucka in Sayerville.
3: <laughs> Best club ever.
2: There's like a bunch of them on there, bro. We were having a good chuckle. Oh, crap. Can we do the club cue tonight? Just for
0: fun? Just just throwback later? We could play it a little. I don't care. Right. <laughs> that thing's great. So you want to play the production piece now?
3: Yeah, it would make sense now.
0: All right. you want to say hit it to Eric, or do you want me to say hit
3: it? All right, Eric, hit it.
0: Good evening, everyone. I'm Mike Jones.
3: I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge the fact that it's been about six months or so since the last new episode of the Dinner for Dessert podcast. And in that time, a number of wonderful Hollywood celebrities have passed on. People like Barbara Walters, Jerry Springer, Bob Newhart, Alan Rickman, the list goes on. Usually we wouldn't make a point of this on our show. Heck, that's what the Oscars are for, right? (laughs) But we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up the passing of world-renowned actor, director, and producer, Clint Eastwood. Now it also needs to be said that we didn't happen to have internet access when we wrote this piece of journalism, but who really needs that when we're talking about the life of a 50-year A-list celebrity? After achieving early success on the Western TV series Have Gun, Will Travel, he rose to international fame as Bob Dobolina in Sergio Leone's spaghetti Westerns, including The Good, The Bad, and The Ornery, and then later as an anti-hero cop, Henry Callahan, in the five Dirty Henry movies spanning the 70s and 80s. Some of his later works included Gran Turismo, Encanto, and Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. Eastwood won Oscars for Best Picture and Best Director for his Western movie Unforgivable and the sports drama Billion Dollar Baby starring Alice Cooper and William Padula. And we'd like to end our look back on the life of Clint Eastwood with some quotes from his most famous movies. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Elementary, my dear Watson. Asta la vista, baby. May the force be with you. Mm, that's a spicy meatball. We here at Dinner for Dessert salute you, Clint Eastwood, and your entire body of work, and all the things that you ever did, and you're a very nice man, and you probably smelled good. Good evening. Where did your brain go? Uh. Uh, So I played that for my wife earlier, and she let me know that Clint Eastwood is uh, not dead.
0: Oh, that's awkward.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Neither is Bob Newhart, which I did not know. Wait, Bob who?
0: Wait. Bob who? Bob who? Bob Newhart's alive still? For real? Yeah, he's like 97, but he's kicking. Wow. I mean, by the time this show airs, he's probably going to be dead.
3: So. Oh, no.
2: I love that you you, you used Bob D'Avolina. Yeah. So <laughs> that's I, not his name? When you asked me for a random name in our text earlier, I didn't know where that was heading.
0: So, because you never responded. That's amazing. I didn't know where that was going, why you asked that question. I'm so mad I didn't respond to your text message. That was great. I'm glad I responded with the Del the Funky
2: Homo Sapiens song and you
0: used it. It was awesome. Um,. My only critique is that you said, like, Bob Dobolina, (laughs) and you said included instead of included, but, you know, we'll let it go. We'll let it go. That was so good. Are we going to get sued by Clint Eastwood for, like, (laughs) spreading lies about him?
3: I mean, I thought he was (laughs) the.
0: I, I was when you when it started. First I was off, like, "Oh man, I didn't even realize he if died." If he
2: hears that, he's gonna request it be played at his funeral. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: he's gonna want to overdub the included line. But besides <laughs> just that, that, just that, like, just, just fix the that. included, and and we'll 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 run with it. Well done, man. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. So my daughter loves Bob Dabalina because I always <laughs> I always make her listen to it every time. Have you ever heard the song? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I listened to it. I played it for Kylie the dates on her
2: playlist now. That's so good.
0: Uh, for those who've never heard it, it's called Mr. Dabalina by Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Which is a
2: top tier name.
0: Yeah. And Del, Del, I'm just going to call him Del because I'm going to screw it up if I say it again, um, is also the rapper from the uh, the uh, group The Gorillas. From the song titled... Clint Eastwood. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, um,
0: oh my God. That was a new laugh. I just came up with a new laugh for Yes. Me. Um. Oh, my God. It comes full circle. That's wild. You didn't even know that. No, I didn't. He has no idea. He doesn't I, even know the Mr. Dabalina song. I don't, I don't think he's ever heard it.
3: Oh, no, no. You guys have played it for me. I'm a big Del fan. Like, Deltron is one of my favorite records ever.
0: It's so good. Dude's a man. Oh, my God. I, make, I made my daughter watch the Mr. Dabalina music video it's on YouTube. It's awesome. It's so good. It's so, like, early 90s cheese. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyway. All right. So... Yeah, that was our feedback loop because we don't have any feedback. (laughs) Um, So I guess we'll go to the next segment. Which is? Well, what do you want it to be? That's a good question. We We have multiple options. What do you want it to be, Jones? You could either be, we could either go ask (laughs) us anything or recommendations. What do you want to do next?
3: I feel like uh, we got to do recommendations. I feel like ending on ask us anything is like a strong move.
0: Okay. Okay. I like it. There's the you close. are Mike Jones, the producer, so you you call the shots around here. The producer, producer.
3: This looks like there's
2: three parts to recommendations tonight.
0: Yeah, it's like a it's it's recommendations has its own sub segments this this week.
2: Fair enough. Oh, it's going to be a, a solid little segment.
0: I'm excited. I'm
2: a little nervous. I'm always nervous. No, I'm just kidding. I'm never nervous. Have you ever been so excited that you peed? I thought you were gonna do the question that I asked you on Instagram, but I but it never made it to the show notes. I was
0: too long to write out. I was like, "That's really funny," but I, I did the
2: question from that like little kid where he's like, Have, "Is there ever? Did you? Did you? Is there? Is the? Did you? Did you?" I wrote the entire were, thing out, like word for word. You, like,
0: did you ever like when um, ever? Uh, yeah, that would've been amazing. So. <laughs>
2: You know how hard it was to keep stopping that friggin' YouTube video
0: and writing that word you, for word? You transcribed it like word for word. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> word for word, you man. You just made it up and no one would have known. Any, any I would have known, bro. Yeah. I like your integrity, your journalistic integrity. Unlike Jones, who didn't even fact check Clint Eastwood's alivedness. So anyway, let's have you mu- ever
2: had a dream that you um you had y'all, you would, you could, you do, you would, you want, you, you could do some, you, you'll do, you could you, you want, you want him to
0: do you so much you could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. Jones, if you don't take a clip from Eric reciting that and turn it into a production piece for next week, you're missing the mark big time. I can't believe I just one shot at that. Uh, my favorite thing you do with our production pieces is when you take our quotes from like other episodes and like mix them in. Oh, it's the uh, best. Anyway, all right. So, recommendations. Which is my favorite uh, jingle? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is number one. Is it in the a, jingle. a jingle? I think it's a jingle. Is that what you would call it? I would listen to this jingle like as like on a playlist, just as music yeah. for reals. Awesome. All right, let's do it. Hit it. So beautiful. Soothing to the ears. It makes me feel like
2: anything in life is possible. I'd listen to a whole album of Jones doing that style
0: of music. I want... Oh, my God. Jones. Jones. Can like you just do... Just like
3: swing jazz with the marimbas? Yeah, with like, that... the,
0: with like the Goulet vocal. Yeah. Can you do a whole album for reals of that? You know what I should do, right? I should... Uh... Why don't you cover like the Sign of Tonight songs?
3: I could totally do that. I would do that, and then I would also do songs where I would have like, like Chat GPT just write me lyrics, mm-hmm. and that's what I would do. Like I would just sing whatever wacky lyrics that thing comes up with.
2: We had a lot of fun with that in the group chat like yeah. a few weeks back, where we were we were uh, writing song. Right, we were just putting song ideas into the. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it was amazing.
0: I'm not gonna lie, Chat GPT writes better lyrics than we did when we first started
2: it was like really funny i was laughing super hard during that
0: yeah oh man i have so many thoughts right now but mostly just jones doing the whole album yeah i I would love it tonight i'm gonna listen to the recommendation song on repeat i'm gonna get a glass of whiskey i'm gonna turn the lights down low and i'm gonna go on amazon and just buy a bunch of crap that's my plan (laughs) what do you think
3: I feel like that's what I do every night. (laughs) I'm excited. I got to lay in bed with the iPad and I'm like, oh, what can I buy today? And then I fall asleep before I ever hit the the buy button.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but then I'll wake up
0: the next morning. I'll be like, oh, what's this on my car? Yeah, it looks good. (laughs) Purchase. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, so why don't we start then with... I'll say sub-segment A of this uh, recommendations segment, which is the best Amazon purchase in the past three months. Now, we put these questions out on our Instagram. So for those who listen but don't follow us on Instagram, you're missing out on the fun, um, we oftentimes will put these questions out uh, to you guys as well so that we can get your recommendations and not just you always hear in ours. Uh, so we're going to just do uh, you know some of the... Uh, highlights that we got from uh, the interwebs uh, this week. All right, so the first one comes from our friend Dan DeLuca. Big Dan. Big Danny D. I don't know if he writes into the show often. This is like this no, is rare. No, that's why I'm
2: like excited about this one.
0: So he found on Amazon um, a new cologne called Cody Aspen. C-O-T-Y-A-S-P-E-N, like the Aspen, Colorado. And it is a fifteen dollar, so it's a bargain, bargain uh, purchase here. Um, cologne that is a complete ripoff of Cool Water. <laughs> he loves Cool Water. Now this is a friend of ours since we were little I kids. Davidoff makes a nice smelling cologne. What's Davidoff? That's the guy that's who makes Cool Water. Oh, that's the real company. Okay, but Cody makes one that's just as good but only 15 bucks. $15 yeah. dollars with a J. chill water. Chill water cologne. <laughs> um so uh he actually calls it delightful uh in his message to us. So if anyone out there wants to smell good and only has 15 and bucks. Keep some extra
2: pesos in your pocket. Yeah.
0: You could smell good, but still have enough money to take your lady out to, uh, I don't know, McDonald's. Texas maybe.
2: Roadhouse, even.
0: Whoa, whoa. That's
2: expensive, man. Great bread, though. Yeah. Have you ever been? No. Maybe. you been to
3: Texas Roadhouse, really? Okay. Maybe.
2: Where did okay. we go in Texas Jeez, when we got never, steak? We, to a real place, not oh. to Texas Roadhouse. That place was really racist. All right. We're going to- we d- tell that story another day. We're good. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, okay. another, that's another day. Yeah. For we're, different type of podcast. Okay. We're going to do that, the three of us. We're going to go have a dinner at Texas Roadhouse. Because you have to have their just their bread and the pickles. Oh god,
0: it's great. Do they have bouncers there named Dalton by any chance? They don't
2: because it's not that kind of place. Oh, it's a restaurant. So yeah, no sways, no sways vibes. Unfortunately, no. Ugh, he's really dead. He's dead, dead. Okay, all right. So we're going to Texas Roadhouse.
3: Texas Roadhouse is like a chain restaurant, like an Outback or better what? steaks than Outback. They're though. better than Outback. They're not as good as Ruth Chris. Fair enough comparison.
0: I won't. I refuse to like Ruth Chris because I hate the name. The grammar is so terrible. Ruth's, it's almost as bad as Carl's Junior, where it's like Carl's has the apostrophe S, and then Junior is it? Wouldn't it be Carl Junior's? Whatever. I'm 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 over it. I'm not over it. I'm it's also bad. terrible if you
2: have a lisp. Either of those places,
0: Ruth Chris, I can't even say it. Ruth Chris. That's in like the list of things I can't say. The other one is the reflection thing that you look at in the morning when you get ready. I can't say that word. You and my mom
2: can't say that. Yeah, it's. A...
0: She calls it a mirror. I'm not sure what you call it. <laughs> I don't. I I try not to say it. You can't say mirror. I can't do it. I'm not even going to try. Just like I don't know what to call my in laws, so I just never say anything. <laughs> I'll just like, if like my father in law is like across the room instead of being like, I don't know if I should call him Joe or dad, I don't know what to do. So, or Mr. Di Pietro. So I just walk off and I'll just like, I'll just walk all the way across the room and I'll like tap him on the shoulder, and be like, hey, you need a drink? <laughs> Bro, that's awful. I know. And I've been with his daughter for 15 years and I still don't know what to call him. Anyway. But uh, I, so I don't say the I, I avoid saying the reflection <laughs> word. Um, I also avoid, and I've said this on the show, but just as a reminder of all the things I can't say, the the sketch comedy show that plays on Saturdays at night. Saturday Night, night Live. Yeah. I have a hard time it, with
3: that one too. That's uh, that's I say
0: Saturday Night Live. Like I skip a couple of syllables every time. <laughs> anyway, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I have
3: like an actual fear of talking about that show. Because I cannot say the it's, name of it. It's the I worst. Can't,
2: to me, it's crazy that it's you guys saw so it. You say it. Say it. Saturday Night Live. You said it
0: wrong.
3: No, you said it right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I want it so bad for you to screw it up. You said it how I want to say it, <laughs> but <laughs> I can never do it.
0: I try, and it just comes out so loud. <laughs> oh, what? You mean Saturday Night Live? <laughs> Stop rubbing it in. And show off. Like, You're mine a jerk.
3: is never five syllables, ever.
0: Is that how Saturday Night Oh, yeah. I, yeah, mine's four. Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, SNL, whatever. Okay.
3: But I have no problem <laughs> saying the word Saturday. I just can't say it in that that specific sentence.
0: I Saturday's easy. Night is easy. Live is easy. The th- three words together. Saturday Night Live. You can't do it. Saturday Night Live. You're such a jerk. Just rubbing it in. Okay. And I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Okay.
3: You know what? But Dusty can say it no problem.
0: Saturday Night Live, baby. <laughs> so when you're in character, oh my God. when you're in character, you could say it. Yeah. You're like, uh, you know, James Earl Jones had like a really bad stutter when he was a kid. And when he acts, he has no stutter. You're Dusty Rhodes, like, helps you with all of your, you know, linguistical problems. <laughs> Speak like So you're basically James Earl Jones. <laughs> How does it make you feel?
3: It feels wonderful, <laughs> Jack. I feel like I could take on the world.
0: Like I feel like if you were ever shy, like I know you're happily married, but say for whatever crazy reason, you know, your wife leaves you and you're single and you're out at the bar and you're all shy and you're nervous and introverted and you're like, I don't know how to talk to girls, man. It's been a really long time. My advice to you is gonna be like, just turn into Dusty Roads, man. That's it. And then you just walk up to girls and just be like,
3: I would have to stay as dust for for years. They would never hear this voice unless it was on the podcast.
0: You'd also have to move to like the south so it makes more sense.
3: (laughs) Or not. You just say you moved out of there. Yeah. She'd be like, what do you do for work? I'm a son of a plumber, baby. (laughs) You ever heard of hard times? (laughs) You don't know what hard times is,
0: Jack. (laughs) How would you uh, offer this young lady uh, to buy her a drink?
3: Me and you. The threat of fear is reserved for us, baby. I only drink water from raindrops cuz I'm so fast I walk in between them. <laughs> I take my chalice on the edge of a I ride on a, a lightning bolt on a silver saddle, baby.
0: <laughs> oh man. Like, I don't want your marriage to end. Like, I hope you guys live <laughs> happily ever after. But, but, like, there's a tiny little part of me that wants it to end so that we can go out <laughs> and meet girls with you as Dusty Rhodes. Nice to meet you. on Big Duff. <laughs> Looking for Mr. Flath, please. So, I've never been on, like, a dating website. Do they let you upload videos? Unfortunately, no. Oh, because <laughs> that would be amazing for your Tinder. Anyway, Okay. <sighs> All right, all right. Moving on, moving on. Just, just for the record, we're only up to. We've only done one, <laughs> one. of our seven thousand <laughs> recommendations that we have to read through tonight. Okay. All right. The second one comes from uh, Professor Charlie, aka Doc Chaz, aka the smartest guy we know. Um, aka,
2: just a genuinely a good human being. One of the best, maybe yeah. the best. I, top I, top I like tier that. fella. Chaz's top great. tier.
0: I don't say that about many people. We need to get him on the show more. I know he's been on once or twice. Maybe? I like that guy. Yeah, we I like just him. being around him. His general presence just makes life better.
2: We also had one of the top five best dinner, like funny dinner experiences of my life with, like he was a part of it. Oh my And like God. I'll never ever forget it. And he's always going to have like an awesome place in my heart because of that.
0: Did we tell the audience about that? I'm sure dinner? we
2: did on like one at one time or another but i think we need to tell it yeah it it could be a quick one yeah uh
0: so we went out to this amazing indian restaurant that uh, my wife and i have been huge fans of forever i proposed to her the night like the night i proposed to her we went there for dinner first like we went there for like every valentine's day it was like our spot and then they ended up closing and then moving uh to a new it
2: was my favorite location. Indian spot as well before they closed. It was a very sad day when they did close. Yeah.
0: they So they originally closed the original place, which sucked. But then they reopened like a year later um, out like further out in, in Long Island and on Long Island. It's the second time tonight. I Jesus. Wow. Born and raised here, by the way. <laughs> and I still am getting it wrong. Anyway. So they open up this new place and... <clears throat> The food is just as awesome as we remembered. The place now is much bigger and more like fancy now because Mm -hmm. the old place was like authentic. Like you literally, the second you walked in, it's like you walked into India. Yeah. And you would smell, like your clothes would smell for days because like it was so small and like everything they cooked, they cooked so long and what like just amazing spices that like you just stunk like for weeks. The new place was bigger, more like fancy. It just looked like a, like a, it just looked like a regular restaurant, but the food was still amazing. The one thing that was different. <laughs> so the old place, the waitress and the waiter and the hostess and the chef were just the family. So it was like the mom was the hostess. She would sit you and check in every once in a while, to see if you were doing okay. The dad was a chef and he would come out every once in a while and ask you if the food was good. And, and he would explain to you how he made it. He also
2: had this cool thing where like if you didn't know what you wanted to order, he'd be like, let me make you something like which I did a few times where yeah. I didn't even know
0: what I was getting.
2: You always got the craziest
0: stuff and it was craziest. always awesome. Like, like black
2: you got squid ink rice with like crazy like oh my god it yeah. was out of control.
0: Always you always got the crazy the craziest stuff. <laughs> um the two sons, one of the sons was a bartender. Now they were like American. Like they were Indian American. Like they were just like regular, you know. You know the parents were like straight off the boat Indian, you know. The kids would always come up and just talk to us, like, "Oh, I'm in art school." The other one's like, "Oh, I'm going to be a chef." Like, we like learned everything about these kids, Mm -hmm. but they were the one was a bartender, one was a waiter. Like, that was the crew. Like, that was the whole crew. Maybe there was like one or two other people that worked there. So it was very authentic, very like just like a totally, you know, felt like a
2: home, very homey place.
0: Homey, you were there, and you really felt like absorbed in the culture, right? So now we go to their new spot, big fancy restaurant. The food's still amazing, but our waiter. He's like a Goomba Italian guy. Tony. His name was Tony. He's like, hey, uh, I'm Tony. I'm gonna be your waiter today.
2: It's uh, it's only my second week here, so don't be too rough on me. Yeah, just go easy on me, guys. All
0: right. So now we're like, no, this has got to be a joke. <laughs> it was from Jump Street. It was the greatest, most hilarious moment, like uh, experience of my life. Like, so, so the first thing that happens is. We're with this other couple, so we're with, with uh, Professor Charlie and his and his wife, and uh, they don't eat Indian food as much as we do. So we all knew like all the stuff. So they were asking questions. So first was like, "Oh, you know, what's a uh, tandoori chicken? Like, what's that?" And Tony's response was like, "It's like uh, regular chicken, but with Indian spices." <laughs> like,
3: oh, that's really helpful.
0: So, that's the first that's, response.
3: That's a, that's a horrible explanation yeah. of what that is. Yeah, so it oh, gets better. Oh, it
0: gets better. Then it's like, oh, uh what's a samosa? He's like, God, uh, it's like uh like an empanada, but uh with the uh, Indian spices. So we're like what these uh... <laughs> we're like, wait a second. What <laughs> are these whatever? There was like uh,
2: some so, some sort of meatball. He's like, It's a it's a nice it's a nice meatball. It's just got uh, some Indi with some
0: Indian spices. Yeah, like just think of like a regular meatball, you know, but uh, the spices are Indian, you know? <laughs> That's his <laughs> That's response the... for every question. For the whole night. So we just on purpose just asked, kept asking him questions like so what's this rice pudding all about? He's like, it's like, uh, you know, regular rice pudding, but, uh, you know, it, it, with Indian spices. <laughs> and you could tell, like, this dude, like, just got out of jail. Like, he was definitely 100%. Like, on, like, work release. And this was some sort of, like, you know, you know <laughs> bringing him back into society kind of program that they set up with the prison.
3: <laughs> I feel like being a waiter at an Indian restaurant, like, you really need to know what yeah, they're saying. Yeah, you
0: do. You do. This guy was a Sopranos character working at an Indian restaurant. Yeah, so we make it through the whole meal and like we're
2: trying not to laugh, <laughs> like in there. We get in the car and it was like an hour ride back. It was like an hour long sleepover giggles.
0: Oh my god, we had like the we ultimate could not, sleepover. It,
2: it was just we went through everything in the world. We're like, hey, so what's uh. What's this uh what's this chicken sandwich We're like oh it's like a sandwich you know with, uh, but it's got indian spices in it <laughs> like everything we can think of just had indian spices
0: so tell me about this uh, new uh girl group uh, spice girls uh, it's like the backstreet boys but uh with indian spices <laughs> <laughs> tony the indian waiter. yeah we had oh that guy was great so for those who don't know eric just referenced a term that we use a lot called the sleepover giggles if you don't know what that is uh if you've ever had a sleepover before And it's time to go to bed and everybody's like, you know, everybody's at the sleepover and everybody's like, all right, time to go to sleep. And you lay there and it gets quiet for like 10 seconds and then somebody like farts or somebody just says something stupid. And no matter what it is, everyone erupts in laughter like nonstop. That's a sleepover giggles because there's something about that moment when you're at a sleepover and you're trying to go to sleep where everything becomes a thousand times funnier than like (laughs) any other time in life. That's a sleepover giggles. Anyway, so is
3: that restaurant still open?
0: Nope. No, unfortunately, nope. no. <laughs> Tony robbed uh. them, and he's back in jail again. Because
3: <laughs> I love them, I know exactly where you're oh, talking the place about. Place was top tier, and I would love to where they. I work very close to where that original restaurant was, and there's a hundred Indian restaurants, and I don't know if they're good, and I'm not going to find out. I'm sure. Th- I'm sure they are. I'm sure one of them's great.
0: I will say this, and I'm not saying this out of nostalgia. I'm not saying this out of, like, bias or any type of just, like, loyalty to this place. I've eaten at probably 50-plus Indian restaurants since that one, and not one comes even close. No, same here.
2: I still have places now that I enjoy, but nothing comes close to Rang Mahal. I enjoy
0: it, for sure, because I love Indian food, but, like, Mm -hmm. I enjoy it, but there's, like... You enjoy it just knowing that there's better that you've experienced and you're never going to experience again. And there's like a, a tinge yep. of sadness in every bite of Always. tiki masala. Whenever
3: I get something in my Facebook memories of us
2: at Rang Mahal, I'm like, oh, god damn. Oh,
3: the place was so good. I do enjoy that place on the West End.
0: Yeah. The, yeah. There's a place by us. We order from there every once in a while. And it's good. Like, don't get me it's wrong. It, don't get me wrong. It's good. But like, I have to add spices to it. Yeah. See, that's, that's not good. Like, I have to like pull out like mm-hmm. curry powder and like. Pep- uh, not peppery, what's the other one? Uh turmeric and cayenne pepper and like I have to like make it spicier. There's I... a
2: place in Rockville Center near me called Color of Spice. It's pretty yeah, they're, it's they're pretty solid. It's pretty solid. solid. A I've problem. never had to add spice to them. Like they do a good job on their own. It's still no
0: Rang Mahal, but it's it's my go to now. The thing with Rang Mahal was like when you eat at like a every other Indian place that I've ever eaten, like say you get like chicken tikka masala, right? Like the 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 classic, the spaghetti meatballs of Indian food. <laughs> If you get it at a regular restaurant, it's like the chicken was like cooked like grilled chicken and then thrown into like ma- masala sauce, right? At Mahal, it was like that chicken like lived there for like a month mm-hmm. before it, you know before it went into your mouth. Like it was like so seasoned and like it was so flavorful. Unreal. It was amazing. He
2: also yeah. gave you a ten scale of heat to choose from. Yes.
0: I never went to ten.
3: I think I. I, You went to like eight once when I was there. I did. I I was always like a sixer. I didn't want to go like. I went there twice. I I don't want to ruin my life. Once with you guys and once by myself. And the one time I went myself, I got vindaloo, and that like burned me up, dude. Because vindaloo is top tier heat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, vindaloo is like even like if you got a five of vindaloo, it's hot. It's way hotter than a five of masala. Yeah. Factual. And
3: it was it was great. Like it was like the kind of hot where like you eat it and you're like, this is great. Whoa, that's hot.
0: I'm so mad that Tony's name wasn't Vinny because we could oh. call him Vindaloo. <laughs> Vindaloo. Oh god. Vindaloo sounds like an Italian guy from yeah, Brooklyn, right? It does. Hey, he's my friend Vindaloo. <laughs> Gotta add the end. It's the got end. it's got Vin and Lou in <laughs> one name. That's freaking great. <laughs> and, <It's>, duh. <laughs> and duh. And duh. Vindaloo, you know? Vindaloon. Anyway. Alright, so anyway, Charlie <laughs> Charlie had a recommendation about twenty-five minutes ago. Um, his was he bought Salt Lick Dry Rub, which is a meat seasoning. By the way, that wasn't easy to say. I I, I had to like warm up before that one. Salt Lick Dry Rub. Also a great name for porn. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great, Charlie. I don't know. I can't like, resp- I don't have any commentary because I've never tried it, but I am going to check it out. I do love me some meat seasoning. Oh, it's almost barbecue season. It is, my guy. Oh, yeah. We're going to get some salt lick dry rub. I
3: barbecued today, man. I ever, barbecue every day.
0: Did you ever watch Salt Lick Dry Rub 4? <laughs> no. Com- Coming in America? <laughs> that's the subtitle. Forget it. He's not liking my joke. No, I, I, I like I, the
3: joke. I'm trying to figure out where to go next. I'm, <laughs> I'm <hitting a> wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so
0: Nick Vidic says that he bought Legos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's it.
0: Just says Legos. That's where we're going to go next. Legos. Okay. So by the way, um, I love Legos too. Legos are great. I have a lot of Legos. And sometimes I take my kids to buy Legos. And they're like, I'm like, we go to the store every once in a while. I'll be like, oh, you know. Well, you know, as a little treat I take them to Walgreens because they have like a little toy section I'm like you could pick like one small toy and every single time I'm like you want this little Lego thing they're like nah I'm like no you really want the Lego thing they're like no daddy we don't want the Lego I'm like get, get the Lego thing and they, they always say no and then I just buy it anyway <laughs> because I want to play with the Legos I wonder
2: though if Nick bought uh, like the bucket of just Legos
0: with no direction or if he bought like a set I'm a no direction kind of guy but I'm I, a set guy I I I like the sets. It's like when you put together the set and then you have it. It's like wow, that's awesome. But then what do you do with it? You put it on display. Leave it on display. Yeah, we have an Encanto house downstairs that I I did. I was very proud of it. It's still on display. Oh yeah, he was. He was <laughs> we a star. have the uh, Millennium Falcon,
2: a really cool BB-8.
0: Oh, that's sick.
2: Um, me and Nico did a. We did a bunch as he was growing up. He used to get like a big set every year for Christmas.
0: That was, we, like, that was like that our thing. Yeah, that's an, that's awesome. Yeah, my kids um, have outgrown, which kills me. They don't want to play Legos. They'll as much grow anymore. back into it. Yeah, yeah, they they're not over it, but like they're just so into Minecraft and Roblox right now on their iPads that like it breaks my heart. I'm like, you guys want to do Legos? Like, no, nah, we're play Minecraft. Which is kind of like Legos on the computer in a way. But anyway. So, Nick Vidic, I'm with you, man. I love Legos too. Great I actually, purchase. Actually, took my kids to Legoland in over the summer and it was awesome. I think I had more fun than than they did. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. You want to do the next one, Jonesy Maloney? Uh, Blank Man recommends the body buffer by Manscaped. Once nice. again, Manscaped. Oh, look to, at that. See? Are they sponsoring this episode? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped.
2: Uh on your on your checkout, just put uh, dinner for dessert. <laughs> You'll <Yeah>. get nothing <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, of- yeah.
0: You we? get nothing off except your body hair. Hi, oh, hi, Jones. Can you do a commercial for Manscaped for next week?
3: Yeah. Can we get? Are we the only people that don't get paid by Manscaped? I think so.
0: Probably. And I, we're hairy. Like we should totally be their sponsors.
2: Yeah, I think I sold them pretty well earlier.
0: Yeah, you really did.
2: I sold them more than the people who are actually
0: sponsored by them that don't use them. We should just start like doing commercials for for brands, and then like hope that they hear it and like pay us. What do you think about that strategy, Jones?
3: I, I, I can't see any fault in that.
0: I yeah. think it's a good strategy. What, a,
3: what what could possibly be the fault in that?
0: They're not going to cease. Like, stop stop advertising. Stop telling people we yeah. have good products. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we're going to do it. Okay, yeah, guys. I'm with
2: it. He has another one, too.
3: Yeah, he also recommends AirPods Pro, which is another grammatical thing that drives us all bananas. <laughs> yeah. They're amazing, though. I have them myself, and they're the best headphones I've ever used for any reason. And I use headphones The second a lot. gen, right? The, pro, yeah. the second gen pros yeah. are, so good. are top tier. Yeah, and those are the ones that he got. I was talking to him about it the other day, and he was like, we were both raving about them, because we he had the original ones and didn't realize that the second generation was such, so much of an upgrade.
2: Yeah, we kind of talked him into that in the group chat. Yeah. It's worth so it, good. though. They're yeah. amazing.
0: I gave my first generation to my wife. I use a second gen, and- they are, like, the best thing. Yeah, incredible. The One of the it's very, like, um, underrated thing about it is the transparency mode. Have you ever tried to talk on the phone with AirPods on noise canceling? It sounds like you're no talking underwater. I don't it's talk like on the worst. phone. So. It's, it's, but when you put the transparency mode, it's, like, so comfortable, so easy to hear. It's, like, amazing. Anyway, I'm with that one. All right, we got one more.
3: Uh, we'll do also do Lucy. She uh, recommends this new king size bed that she got with mattress and pillows. No particular brand,
0: so that's all right. Uh, okay, so Lucy, we're glad that you got a new king size bed and a mattress and pillows. Um, Was it an Amazon Basics? Yeah, we need to know the brand for next week. Can you send us in like the info so that people can go check it out?
2: So I bought a new king size bed as well. Um, I went with a company called Big Fig, which you may not have heard of. It's a bed for a bigger figure. Oh. It's just a a super sturdy bed. But okay. it was it was a mattress in a box, which I was very hesitant about and it was one reason only. I like to sit on the edge of my bed to like put my shoes on, like while I'm getting ready or like playing a video game. I like to sit on the edge of a bed, you know? And with a lot of those mattresses in the box, they don't have that support on the edge obviously because they've just rolled out of a tiny box. Yeah. But from what I read about this, It had the same sturdy edges as a normal mattress. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Also, box spring was up to like holds up to like fifteen hundred pounds. It was like absurd, like what this bed could absorb. So I was like, you know what? I've I've always been a guy that had a king size bed on just a box spring on the floor. I never had like a base for my bed. So I bought like the whole kit and caboodle from this company.
0: And we're gonna have to Google what kit and caboodle means. (laughs) I
2: don't know. I've heard it though. It sounds great, uh, and it's it's honestly I've slept so great since I've got it. It's a wonderful bed.
0: You look well rested. I thank you. I feel no like bags it. under your no, eyes. Oh, they're gone. You have a little extra pep in your step they're tonight. Gone. I have to say, a lots bit. of energy. Um, so good job, Big Fake. That's this Miller Light that I'm putting down. Right, I haven't had a yep. beer in like a year. I, dude, that Miller Light looks like a like a like a tiny little mini mini <laughs> mini beer in your hands. I love it. I love it. Oh, Look at that. You're like Andre the Giant. I love it. Almost can't see the can. (laughs) (laughs) they get smaller? By the way, last weekend, I had to explain to um, uh, uh, Professor Charlie's wife um, and Professor Charlie that can is a euphemism for butt. They didn't know that? No, they're like, isn't it for boobs? I'm like, cans are boobs, but a can is a butt. (laughs) And then I explained how that works. Yeah. Right, like that's a normal thing, right? To call it a can. Yeah. Okay, just double checking. All right. So Lucy, you got to get us the the um, the info for this bed, um, for the for our um, bigger bigger uh, listeners, Big Fig might be good for you. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I actually, oh
2: my god, we did talk about it on the show once. I did bring this up. I got a message. I want to say. It was from our boy Winky.
0: Okay, and he our, goes, our friend Winky is also also a, a gentleman, a, a, a bigger stature, like myself, a big and tall kind of guy. And
2: I, I got a random message from him one day, and he was like, "Hey, you talked about getting a bed, I think, on the show, like a like a bigger like for bigger people." I'm like, "What was it?" So I, I hit him up. I think he got it as well. That's awesome.
0: See, look, so I did. I, did, lives, I did wreck this once before, and it worked. Would you consider this podcast? a life enriching um uh yes part of people's daily lives. Yeah, I hope so. That means we really need to do this like more consistently cuz like people I know for a
2: fact there's been at least like 15 things we've recommended that I've heard back from people that they've went and gotten loved. Look at us. So changing lives.
3: Oh yeah, like Derek who's also in the uh, ask us anything, he got the ice maker that I recommended a couple episodes ago. Which is probably like a year ago at this point.
2: Yeah. I know i people have uh, started watching Mr. Ballin because of that whole spiel I gave about him that time.
0: Yeah, I love Mr. Ballin. It's great.
3: Look at us. Look at us. Good job, guys. Do we have uh, Amazon recommendations ourselves? Um No nah, I'm gonna save mine
2: for next week. Yeah, I, have, we I have, have some, but I wanna yeah, do we these show ones stuff, too.
0: Yeah. Okay, so then so now we're up to sub segment B. Two Um <laughs> what was that, <laughs> dude? <Damn it. laughs> uh, in the last six months, uh, Eric developed Tourette syndrome. That wasn't so. me. Oh, no, that was damn me. it. Sorry, sorry, Eric. No,
3: that wasn't me either. it was Dust. That <laughs> <laughs> <It> was Dusty. <laughs> All
0: right. So the next seg- sub segment is best shows on TV slash streaming right now. So, uh, Jones, you want to read them off with your sultry voice?
3: I'm going to skip that first one, but I'll go to Tom. Tom recommends Shrinking on
0: Apple TV+. Shrinking was an enjoyable show. So good. The whole show, like when I first heard about it, I was like, how are they going to drag out an entire season about a guy going into a pool when it's really cold? Um, But they pulled it off, guys they pulled off a great season it had nothing to do with shrinkage <laughs> turns out it had nothing to do with uh your- Did you watch it for real or no <laughs> No <laughs> No I did No, I did. I did So I watched it also and I agree with this one If you haven't watched Shrinking on Apple TV Plus you are missing out it's really good it's, It was a good show It is in the same genre of uh Ted Lasso They have to come up with like a name for that genre It's like it's a comedy it's a feel good comedy but it's also like a li- kind of like a self help therapy show. We call those dramedies, my friend. Yeah, but it's like a dramedy, but it's like it's like totally like it's like written to help you like get through in life. You know, it's like a mental health. Um, I don't know, picker upper. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a quicker picker. It's the bounty. <laughs> it's a bounty. Yeah, it's a bounty of uh, TV shows. Anyway. I'm with that one. Yeah, good good wreck.
3: Next on our list comes from Dorney. He recommends Tulsa King on Paramount+. Tulsa King was aces. So good. That's Sylvester Stallone's
2: new show, and it was fantastic. It's about a um, New York mafia man who gets out of prison after taking the fall for other family members when he was younger, but now he's an older man. He's like 70 years old.
0: Yeah, he was in jail for like Long time, like 25 years or something.
2: And he gets out, and the family really has no place for him in New York, so they send him to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and tell him that he could take that over for the family and make that his own. Yeah. And And it's wonderful.
0: So I describe this show to people as Sons of Anarchy meets The Sopranos because it has both of those, all the best parts of those two shows uh, just mixed in. My... The thing about this show for me was it was such a surprise to me. It's such a like that it was as good as it was. I it was one night for me watching it, it was one night where I literally ran out of stuff to watch. I had nothing. And I'm a late I, I, I stay up all night. Like I I I'm I'm a night owl for sure. And I was flipping through Hulu, Disney Plus, Apple TV, like I couldn't find anything. And finally I just gave up and I was like, you know what? Eric told me about Tulsa King. I'll check it out. How bad could it be? And you know what? I'm going to be, I'll scroll through Instagram while it's on in the background because who cares? I, and this was at like 1130 at night when I started, I watched the entire season (laughs) that night. Like I stayed up until like 530 in the morning watching it. Like I didn't sleep that night because I couldn't stop. I was like, I have to see this to the end. It was so friggin' good. So entertaining like you actually get very emotionally invested in the whole thing. The characters are great. It's such a like Motley crew of people in that show. Um like the dude from like the Judd Apatow crew is in it and he's freaking great. name Martin Starr? Yeah, the guy who's got like the thick glasses. He's in Freaks and Geeks.
3: He's been in like all the He's he in, in Silicon, Silicon Valley. Valley, yeah.
0: Awesome show. That's a great that's a great call out, Rich.
3: Okay. Uh, next one on our list is, this one comes from Jason. He recommends Beef on Netflix.
0: Yo,
2: Beef is my favorite current thing that's on streaming.
0: It's that good, huh? I've been like, I don't know. I've been hesitant to watch it. Why? I don't know. Is it like, it's just, I don't know. Is it like, did everyone die? No. Oh. I thought it's like a like a murder type of. No. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Is the, it funny? Y-
2: it's dark comedy. Okay. It stars uh, Steven Youn. Uh
0: uh Glenn from...
2: Glenn from Walking Dead. Yep. And uh, Ali Wong, who is from the best romantic comedy of the last decade, Always Be My Maybe. Yeah. She's also a stand-up. She's, she's also- funny. She's a funny girl. Uh, what's his name is in it, too? Park. Stephen Park? Um, Richard nope, Park? The
0: uh, What's the redhead comedian guy who Andrew
2: does Santino Andrew is in a few episodes
0: oh by the way Andrew Santino has a podcast called whiskey ginger and it's so good he's good he's awesome he's gonna be he's gonna be a a-list celebrity soon he's like he's teetering yeah, definitely so the beef is uh, this is what
2: IMDB describes the show as two people in a road rage incident burrow into their minds and slowly consume their every thought and action show is awesome do yourself favor it's 10 episodes they're like Thirty-five minutes an episode. Go watch it.
0: All right, that was a good endorsement. It's made
2: by A Twenty Four too, which is like my favorite production studio right now.
0: What else do they do? What don't they do? Oh, they
3: yeah, they do movies mostly, and they're they've they're prolific.
0: Yeah, they're just. They do Unforgivable, starring Clint Eastwood. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that was uh, Maybach Productions. Okay. Um. <laughs> You off the top of your head, that was pretty good. <laughs> Maybach. That's uh, Clint Eastwood's production company. Is that real? Which I purposely mispronounced. I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah,
0: beef top tier. Who who also said that? Jason Katz. I knew Jason I liked you, bro. And you. Yep. All right, so Blank Man has uh, Ted Lasso. Obvious. classic. That's a classic. I mean, th- Ted Lasso is one of those shows. It's it's a it's a phenomenon at this point. Like everybody has to like. If you don't, if if I meet someone who Hasn't watched Ted Lasso? It blows my mind that they haven't seen it. Yet.
2: If you haven't seen it, just go watch the dart scene on YouTube because uh, it's possibly the best top five best scenes ever filmed in a TV show. Probably number one. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not exaggerating. I watched just that scene. Just it's on unreal. Purpose, just it's every unbelievable. Once
0: in a while. Just as like a reminder. Yeah. Um, my top two scenes in any movie ever are. That or TV show, or that dart scene from Ted Lasso, and the scene from the the last Rocky movie before it became the Creed movies. Okay, where Rocky's with his son and his son's pissed at him because oh my, he's because like, he's gonna fight uh, incredible, and he's like. He's mad at him because he's like live, you know. He's like, you're gonna embarrass me. You're old man, and you're gonna embarrass me, and everyone's gonna make fun of you, and it's gonna be hard for me. And he gives him like this, the greatest. He's like,
2: where did you start letting other people like that old? Oh my
0: God, it's good. He's like, what does he say? He's like, let me tell you something you already know. Life ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's mean, and and he's like, it'll beat you to your knees and leave you there permanently if you let it. Mm -hmm. It's the best freaking speech of all time. He also prefaces
2: the whole thing by saying. You're my kid, and I'm gonna love you no matter what.
0: Yeah, but and then he and rips it to him, drops it, and then after he like drops this, like he like Mike drops him, and then he walks away. He's like, he's don't like, forget, a, don't, don't, f- and then he goes, don't forget to visit your mother. your mother. And it's just like every time oh, I'm like, tears. A- he's like, it's not about how hard you could hit; it's about how hard you could get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Oh,
2: every time. Yeah, it's really good. Look at Stallone getting
0: double brought up tonight. I love that man. That man is great. Sylvester Stallone does not get enough credit for how amazing of a human being he is. That dude wrote Rocky and then they tried to like he tried to sell the script to him and he's like "The only way I'm selling you the script and this is he's dead broke." They're like, "Will will buy the script off of you for like 500 grand," which he was dead broke, like literally homeless. And 500 grand would have been life-changing for him. They're like, "But we don't want you to be in it." Like, we don't think you're, like, a good actor, and you look funny because your face is all mangled looking. And he's like, no, I, only way I'm telling you this is is um, if I'm starring in it. And they're like, no. So he ended up, like, living broke for a long time after that, and then finally got it made. And then, you know, the rest is obviously history. <laughs> you know it. But, like, th- that's crazy. Like, he wrote that. And if you haven't seen the first Rocky, I think so many people, especially in our age range, they remember Rocky as like over the top Rocky four craziness. I think people forget that Rocky one was like a drama. a drama, like a serious drama, very serious, like well acted drama. There's like 30 seconds of like action, <laughs> which is like the fight at the end. They're
2: all, they're all great for their own reasons. That one's great for the, the most different of reasons. Yeah. That is like
0: a ve- one of the best movies of
3: all time. Anyway. Yep. That's the same with First Blood, man. Like, yes. The other Rambo movies are like completely over the top ridiculous. Yeah, they're
2: just murderizing everything. But like, that first one was a legit serious movie.
0: Yeah, the first, it's exactly the first Rambo and the first Rocky were just like amazing dramas. Like, just so well. Like, even, yeah, First Blood, like, yeah, there is like crazy action at the end, but like, it happens like three quarters through the movie, and and the action is like, you know, regular action. Like he's, Rest you know, in peace, Brian Dennehy also. Another top tier talent. Long Islander. Yeah, really? Yeah, he went to Big a Big Tom Shaman- Callahan was Big a Long Island. Big Tom Callahan went to Chaminade ah, High School. And, you and love to see it. You love to see it. Lots of famous people come out of New York. Specifically Long Island.
2: It's a good place. Last recommendation for shows was from uh, a guy named Pomp. Oh, that's me. That's me. He says Ghosts on CBS slash Paramount Plus. I freaking love the show. I don't know why. You put me onto it. I enjoy it too. And funny enough, when I started watching it, um, I went back on to Paramount Plus one day and like three quarters of the season was watched. And I'm like, what the hell happened? So I'm like, "Pomp, did you accidentally sign into Because I-, I let Pomp use my power. I made him like an account on Paramount Plus, And he's like, no, I didn't watch Ghosts on yours. He's like, oh, I bet it was Kathy. Yeah, my and wife. I- my wife. She watched ripped it. through like the whole season one and I had to go, had to go
0: back and everything was saved wrong. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Wives, Ugh. Ugh. um, that show. If you're not watching it, like, get on it. It's so funny. It's such a like a like a clever premise. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, the, the premise is this couple uh, from New York City. They they move upstate and take over this old mansion and turn it into a bed and breakfast. But the mansion is haunted uh, by all, everyone who's ever died on the property. The wife hits her head at some point. She, like, falls on the of steps and hits her head. When she wakes up after, like, a near-death, like, brain injury, she can see the ghosts and talk to them. And so now she has, like, full-on friendships with all the ghosts in the house who are from, like, very random different periods in time. From, like, there's a Viking, for, who's the oldest. There's a Revolutionary War soldier. <laughs> there's... um. Like a like a late eighteen hundreds like rich lady like Gilded Age lady. There's a present day Chad. Yeah, there's <laughs> well, there's a guy. He's like a stockbroker. He's yeah. a finance bro, and he's got no pants because what you however you die like you stay like that. So he happened to be, die with no pants on. He's so got like the, a sports coat. He's got, a, <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a button down shirt and like a suit jacket, like a sports coat, and then no pants on. Um, there's like a nineteen eighties Boy Scout leader. Yeah. With a dart, uh, with a not a dart in his neck, an arrow through his <laughs> neck, because that's how he died. <laughs> and he's, it, dude, it's so freaking good. There's it's like a, it's it's good. It's good. It's so funny. There's a hippie, like a 1960s hippie. There's a, a Native American from like the 1500s. It's so good. Um, but you would think, like, if you if the way I'm describing it, and if you watch like a trailer for it, you might think it's like like cheesy comedy, but it's like raunchy. Like they they get as raunchy as you could get for friggin', you know. You know,
2: Yeah, now that it's on the Paramount CB- Plus, though, it's, uh, does it air on actual CBS
0: anymore? I think it does. I think it's on, like, I, it's honestly, one of those I things where, know. like, it, it's on both at the same time. Um, so that's, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's a it. funny
2: sitcom. It's enjoyable.
0: It's just easy, easy. And every episode, like, they, it, they have so much, like, subject matter to work with because, like, the premise is such a good setup because they could dive into the backstories of all the ghosts, and then they could have all the like the living people yeah. stories, like all intertwined. So there's just a lot of content to work, to work with. So,
3: anyway, I've got uh, one myself that I didn't put on the list. I'm about halfway through this show called Jury Duty. It's on Free V. You know that Jury thing? Jury Duty. That thing that you get on like Amazon Firestick. Mm-hmm. Right? Bosch Legacy was on it. Yeah. So this show, Jury Duty, is like I don't know if you guys remember the Joe Schmo show.
0: No, but it's a great
3: great <laughs> name. No, you guys never saw that? Joe Smo Show was a it was a reality TV show where they casted like maybe 15 people to do like basic reality TV competition show type things. But they were all actors except for one person. So they kept making it like increasingly weird, you know, just to like see this guy's reaction and at the end they finally reveal that it was like all a, a show and just a prank on him. You know? this show jury duty is the exact same way They they choose this guy for jury duty and he's in the jury box, but every single other person in the room is an actor. So like things like just keep going wrong and weird. And one of the other jurors on the, the jury is uh, James Marsden, the actor, but he plays himself. Right. So the whole time he's like, Oh, you know, I can't really be here. I have to go read this script somewhere, but they keep like, ro- like reeling him back in. It's super funny. I'll You're the it. second
0: person that's wrecked it to me. Yeah. I'll check it out. So it's like a prank. It's a prank show. It's like a punked kind of thing.
3: It's like a scripted TV show because the, the other actors stay in character. So like they, they interview the other actors without the real guy being in, in the scene.
0: Is it? Didn't um, Will Arnett do a show like this where like everybody has, knows what the script is except for the guest?
2: The murder, the murder show. Yeah, isn't on that Netflix? isn't
0: that the premise? Like he ever, that show was pretty top tier. Is that that's the it's thing pretty though, funny. right? Like yeah. Patrick Bateman was on it, right? And like he has no idea what the script is, so he's just winging it. The Marshawn Lynch one was fantastic. That's great. That's a great idea. All right, I'll check Murderville. it. Out. I'll check it. Murderville. Okay, I'll check it out. It's called Jury Duty, and it's on Freevee. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right, I have one other recommendation. We don't have a section for it, but I just wanted to call it out. Um, and we talk about AI a lot. We we you used the AI voice generator at our last episode to I make did. all the celebrity voices. Yeah. Uh, we've done AI image generating too. Uh, we did a dinner for dessert like alternate logo once mm. with the ice cream cone. Um, Bing, like Microsoft Bing, has their AI which is run off ChatGPT. GPT, it's so good. There's an app for it, and it's free and it's a lot of fun and i highly recommend it and i actually think that like i'm going to become like a microsoft bing user and like an and like a edge browser user over google chrome and google search because that's how awesome it is so bing ai is my recommendation for everybody download the app fair enough yeah and it will write song lyrics for you and like whenever we run out of stuff like or when if we have no fans anymore and we need recommendations we we could just ask the ai and if one of us is sick we can just have the ai
2: replicate our voice oh and be god. us for the night oh my god can we make an ai eric can
3: we make an ai dusty roads
0: why we have you <laughs> <laughs> no they they can't capture the magic that you capture awesome guys that was a great recommendation section yeah it was solid that was like an hour i'm sweating I'm sweating with excitement. I think I lost Eric. Did you just fall asleep? Never.
2: <laughs> I think he fell asleep. So normally this is the point of the show where I'd be like, "Wow, we've hit, we've had such a good show, and we still have a segment left. We'll save it for next week." But I don't care. We're just going to do it tonight because it's been a while. It's been so long since we've done a show. They're going to get an extra
0: little extra loving in it. Oh my god, is this going to be like a, a two-hour special? It's not going to be that long. I don't know. We're at an hour twenty-two.
2: I think this goes an hour and thirty-four, and it's a wrap. You think we could do the Ask Us Anythings in 12 minutes? Yeah, if we just do one-word answers for everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do you feel about chicken cutlets? They're terrible. Next. All right. Okay, so let's do it. Hit it.
3: And now it's time for Ask Us Anything, featuring your host, Palm. And Mike Jones.
0: I totally forgot that you made a new. Me too. <laughs> that, that was like the first time I heard it. Yep. Like if I've heard it before, it's completely erased from, from my memory.
3: I don't know why I felt like I needed to introduce us all again. Like, as if you weren't listening to the show for an hour and 25. (laughs) Yeah, because we usually end on these.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, that's an example of, like, that one's okay. It's good. But it's not in the same tier as recommendations or feedback loop.
3: You like feedback loop better than that one? Yeah. Okay.
0: Dude, you have Eric going, feedback loop, which people probably don't realize. that Eric said that on the air just joking one day. Like, do you think people remember that?
3: Oh, that was a long time ago.
0: Do you remember yeah, when that, you did that's that? It's fantastic. Yeah, we're we're professionals. Like that's all things we just said during the show. Like before you did the production piece for Feedback Loop, we said, "Oh, we need a jingle for this." And Eric just out of nowhere just went, "Feedback Loop," and he was like, "There you go. Now go. Now let's do the feedback." And then you took it and made it to a song. Feedback Loop is top, 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 top. I was going to say top, top tier. Top top. top it's top like tipping it top, top tier notch. Twat, no. notch. <laughs> notchy tier. Anyway.
3: All right. So our first uh, ask us anything <laughs> comes from Sean. And he asks, if you could share a meal with only one person, living or dead, who would it be? And what would you eat? That's
2: oh, so good. It is good. The funny part is I've had like a week to look at this and I'm still like, I don't know who I'm going to answer with yeah my answer in the text message i can't we, say on the air, air anymore
0: because eric er, eric asked me this like a couple days ago he's like oh my buddy wrote this in and my, i was like oh that's easy and i gave an answer that i can't say on the air but um now i gotta think of a new big one. big shout out to sean by the way who like over the last couple of months has ripped through our entire catalog he's caught up on every episode that's amazing um well big shout out to sean this is a great one this is a uh, This is a thinky one. I gotta think about this. I think I would want to have a meal with an ancestor from like my like from my family tree, like five hundred years in the past. And what would you eat? Um, And I think I know the name. So my oh, I'll get to what I'll eat in a second. Um, It obviously Taco Bell. So um, (laughs) my family has this like like Geo City's website. It's like nineteen ninety five like website that has our actual family tree that like has been like manually updated. It's not like a ancestry site. It's like a done by like some in some guy's basement in the nineties. And it goes back to like the sixteen eighties and um there's a Silvestro Pomponio that I would love to he was the last guy he's the first guy on the list. Um and I'd like to have a, a Mexican pizza with him. Is there a female in that uh,
2: branched out tree that never got married and had children?
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's an Angelina or-
2: Cool, a, then I, I will take Angelina <laughs> and the meal will be strawberries and champagne.
0: Okay, if you're going to bone one of my ancestors-
2: I'm going to gonna seed into your family you're tree. You're going to butterfly
0: effect it. And then <laughs> next episode, I'm going to be 6'5". <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I mean, Hey, what's up? It's Palm <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> next episode I'm gonna have to buy the big fig mattress <laughs>
3: I'm not even going to answer this question. That's, that's, that's phenomenal. Oh boy, All right.
0: Um, well, now that Eric's my great great grandfather. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can uh, I'm gonna have to cut this out because I can't stop. <laughs> Sleep,
2: on air sleepover. <laughs> all right,
0: all right, just move, move on, Jones.
3: Yeah, I, I, I can't answer that question. <laughs> it would be like a family member of mine, also. But what I would, I would eat. I would definitely barbecue something, and I would cook it myself, whether it was burgers
0: or something else. You definitely do burger. No, no, not
3: like that. Like a, I would make like, a <laughs> yeah. like a good grilled burger, <laughs>
0: as opposed to the fried burgers we normally serve.
3: No, not like like I would like make the hamburger patty and I would like make it nice.
0: <laughs> I can't. Stop Eric's my great grandfather.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, next question comes from Dorny. He asks, "What's your favorite '80s cartoon?" Ah, oh, that's a good one. That's
2: a good question. It seems like it's so just like a simple,
0: straightforward question. There's like a billion options this could be. This is a hard one. It's hard for me right now because I can't remember which cartoons were in the eighties versus the early nineties. It'll count. All right, then. Okay, so if I say a nineties one by accident, does it count? And I can we just move on? I'm gonna unless it's like a
2: late nineties one. I'll 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 give you credit if it's an early nineties one. David the Gnome. Yeah, that's
3: fine. Okay. David Noe was definitely 80s. Was it? Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay, that one. Man,
2: what an ending. I know, I still cry.
0: I'm crying now thinking about it. It's the worst. It's like,
3: it's the most emotional thing ever.
0: All right, fine. My backup answer is G.I. Joe, because, you know. It can't be the classic. Yeah. Because I I learned a lot, and that was half the battle. (laughs) (laughs) How about about you? you,
3: Jones? I'm a huge Voltron fan. That's a good. One. I I've gone like so far as to watch like the Japanese GoLion, like the original Japanese show is way better. Like way better.
0: The Japanese are good at shit. Like Stuff.
3: there's there's um like the storyline is totally different in the Japanese version. Like a bun- like there's like a war going on and like people die. Like it's way more serious. Although not for nothing, the I don't know if you guys ever watched Dragon Ball, right? Nah. No. So Dragon Ball Z is kind of corny. The original Dragon Ball was like an 80s Japanese cartoon. That is incredible. Like I just started watching that with my wife. Incredible. Like up until like, I don't know, like 100 episodes then. Like where it starts to like trail off and it gets like a little ridiculous. That show is hysterical. The
2: problem was it became popular. We were already like, I feel like we were like teens
0: yeah, we're too old for it.
3: And like I just I wasn't gonna start. As it went, like it the characters aged and it got like completely ridiculous. Where it was just like about space aliens and yeah dudes training all the time to fight. Like the original show wasn't like that. The original show was super duper funny.
0: I feel like Clint Eastwood's um old enough now that he's Dragon Ball. Like when he's not wearing underwear. What do you think?
2: <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm almost there. <laughs> For me, it's uh, uh, DuckTales. Oh, yeah, wow. DuckTales is really awesome. That was like my favorite. And a close second, I don't even know if you guys
0: remember it, was Heathcliff. I remember Heathcliff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, that was like my number two, man. That was good. You just reminded me, I want to throw another one in the mix Darkwing Duck. Oh, I topped right up there. That was a spawn of, uh, of DuckTales. I just loved the theme song, too. When there's trouble, you call DW. Like, that's Darkwing great. Duck. That's a great freaking theme song. It's good.
2: So good. I just put all those on Plex, by the way. I found all the old original episodes.
0: I know what I'm doing tonight.
3: (laughs) You know what is also crazy? Like, with a lot of those shows, like, there's, like, maybe 10 episodes of some of them, and they just got replayed over and over and over. No,
2: but see, like, so the first Darkwing Duck season had, like, 10 episodes. The second one had 67. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's how a lot of these shows, it was weird. Like, certain seasons only had, like, a handful of episodes. Others had, like, 30 handfuls of episodes.
0: Yeah, it's probably they didn't know if it was going to be a hit yet. Yeah, so Ducktales like, does it too. One of their
2: seasons times. has like forty eight episodes. It's crazy.
3: Like I think, uh, I think the show Ghostbusters only had like ten episodes, yeah. and they got repeated like a million yep. million times.
0: I never watched that show. Is that weird? I mean, it's it was, not
3: weird, but like it wasn't like one of
2: the it wasn't popular a, ones. Yeah, it wasn't a hit. The movies were popular for us. Yeah,
3: you know what? The, back then, it was like you couldn't. You had to watch it when it was on. Right. Yeah. So if there was like if you were like a Fox kid and that was on ABC, you just wouldn't see it.
2: Yep. You wouldn't see it. It's true. So the, the next question that I saw on this list, I was going to actually bring up earlier in the show, but I didn't bring it up specifically because it was here. And I figured we'd just talk about it here. Read it off, Jonesy. Uh,
3: this one comes from Kyle uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Are the Jets now contenders? For some reason he only wanted you to answer this one.
0: yeah I don't know if he knows that you guys are as hardcore jet fans well Jones you're like a half half diehard you' you also like the Giants
3: no no the the Jets are my team okay without a doubt like I'll put it like this for football I root for New York if the Jets are out of it then I'll root for the Giants but the Jets are my team right I'm not like that in any other sport like in baseball the Yankees can go jump off a bridge the Nets don't exist to me
0: like f- just for football, I'm like I don't hate the Giants. I'm of all the sports, I'm a New Yorker. I'm like the opposite. Like I like the Nets, I like the Knicks, I like the Islanders, I like the basketball Rangers. stinks. Uh, yeah, they're not, It's not the best of sports, but football. I I like the Giants. Like I want them to be like do well. But like the Jets are like the one team of all of sports that I am a diehard like. Like super fan, obsessed. They even ruin, though they, they ruin, ruin my
2: week if they, if like, yeah. they if they don't do well.
0: Like my wife actually gives me like hardcore talking to's talkings to. I don't know how to say that when I'm being a baby after they lose. She's like <laughs> she's like they don't. You don't get paid when they win. I'm like you don't understand. Like I waited all week for this. <laughs> I've been listening to sports radio yeah. all week for this for this freaking game and now it's devastating and now i have to like not listen to sports radio because yep. it's just gonna make me sad i can't go on twitter for a week because everyone's gonna just make fun of how how much the jets suck like it really ruins my freaking week when the jets lose agreed and when they stop being in contention when they're like just so bad then football is dead to me and then same And then now there's an entire season of sports that I can't enjoy. Like I can't watch Jets games or have people over to to have – like it ruins everything for me when the Jets are bad. So So, to go back to this question with Aaron Rodgers, are they contenders? I – there's a part of me that has so much PTSD from this last 12 years of the Jets being really just a crap shit. I already know what's going to happen. Yeah, don't – yeah. Here's the thing. My PTSD is so bad that I know that even with all of the – obvious you know good things that we have on our team um the there's still this like pit in my stomach that says like they're going to something bad's going to happen but i'm going to answer this question from an objective just like analytical perspective versus an emotional one from an analytical perspective they absolutely are contenders they have one of the best defenses yeah, in the if league. If all goes to yeah. plan, they're contenders. Big time. They have one of the best defenses in the league. Their offense has um, a budding superstar in Garrett Wilson. We have uh, now um, uh, McCall Hardiman. I'm going to mess up his name. He's McCall late. Hardman. You were yeah, very close. Very close. Um, if Corey Davis stays, he's Alan Lazard. Great. Alan Lazard. We have, if Brees Hall stays healthy, he would have been uh, um, offensive rookie of the year.
2: It would have been between him and Wilson, which yeah.
0: is crazy. Which is crazy. On one team, to have the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and could have had the a runner up, a runner up <laughs> right? We also have um, Michael Carter, who's good. Um, the offensive line should have Makai Beckton back. And Not only that, Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera
2: Tucker, who's tops in the AFC.
0: Yeah. If they all stay healthy, plus we have some depth like in these positions, um, they should have one of the, and now they have Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And everyone's like, oh, he's old. It's like, he's, he's younger than us and he's in really good shape. (laughs) Like his age is not a problem. Like, I don't know why people think, and also quarterback is not exactly like being a running back. Like you could be a quarterback into your forties. Like Tom Brady did it. Other people could have done it. They just get lazy at some point. I don't know. They lose the drive. Aaron Rodgers has so much to prove. And you could tell from his interview, his press conference, all the things he's saying, like he's motivated he's to be He's here. happy. He's happy to be on the Jets. He's happy to be a place where people want him. He's been a pain in the ass the last three years. And I get that. He's been a pain in the ass because he was on a team. He was stuck on a team that didn't want him anymore. Because they drafted not only Jordan Love.
2: Not only that, they weren't getting him the things that he wanted or needed.
0: Yeah, he was unhappy. He was like, just
2: draft me or risk like something.
0: Yeah, he was. He was miserable, and so people like make his last you know year or two out of like, okay, this is Aaron Rodgers. Like, no, that was a pissed off, like n- not happy to be where he was. Now he's happy to be where he was, and he knows all the crap people have been talking. He can't wait to show everybody uh, that he's still amazing. I think he's gonna be motivated. He's gonna be awesome, and I think the Jets absolutely could win the Super Bowl with this team. What's going to keep them from winning the Super Bowl is some crazy... Oh, I'll tell you exactly what it
2: is. He's going to blow his knee out in preseason. And it's going to
0: completely ruin our year. Again, we're going to have Zach Wilson as our quarterback. (laughs) And we're going to win six games. Um, The Jets, without Aaron Rodgers, were going to be pretty good this year. Honestly. Even, Even if they had Zach Wilson as their quarterback. I was my fingers were crossed it was going to be Strevler as a starter. Yeah, it could have been. It could be. Um they were going to be pretty good, but with Aaron Rodgers, they are absolutely yes. Super Bowl. Fingers cause. crossed, let's hope. Like who who else is more stacked than them? The Chiefs, yeah, but you know, they could beat them in the AFC Championship. Well, I mean,
2: there's a reason that Vegas has them where they do right now. The way Vegas has them high now? I think it's like
0: 5th. Wow. Best odds to win the Super Bowl. There you go. And Vegas is usually pretty like they yeah. Gamblers know what's, what's up. So, yeah, I think they're absolutely contenders. I just know that I've been a Jets fan long enough to know that they find some magical way. Like, the thing about the Jets is that it's not that they're the worst team all the time. They're never, like, the worst team. They're, maybe in, like, the 90s, they were the worst team a lot. But, like, they're, what makes the Jets so torturous of a franchise is that they blow it. Like, it's not that they're bad. It's like they blow it in, like, spectacular ways. Like, the greatest Jets example was last season when it was, like, tie game against – I think it was against the Patriots. And, like, there's, like, literally 10 seconds left to go into overtime, right? And so you're like, all right, tie game, going to overtime, whatever. It's been a crappy game, but at least we're still in it. They punt it. Is it pun or whatever? Yeah, I think it's a punt. And the dude runs it back for a touchdown with 10 seconds left, and they win. It's like that that's the Jets. That's the pain of the Jets. So they have everything on paper to be amazing. Um, but there's this pit in my stomach. Always they also had five that. weeks in a row where like all they had to do was win. They would have the wild card spot. I know. <laughs> they just had to win like one more game. It's <laughs> like really? So like that's that's the Jets. You know, Brees Hall blows his knee out. Elijah Veritaka gets gets hurt. Makai Beckton gets hurt before the season even starts. So we started last season already down Down two, two offensive yeah, linemen. Yeah. Like that's. That's. That's the fear with the Jets. And they so. still did okay. Yeah, and they still won seven games. Anyway, so, so yeah. yeah, the answer is yes. Yes.
2: So Charlie asked a question, which uh, I, can, I can relate. He said, why is there a character limit on this AMA field? Now, when I tried to send you... The, uh, the the quote from that kids video. Yeah, it wouldn't let me. I had to actually write it through a message on it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh, we don't know, Charlie. Uh, we got to talk to uh, you know Mark, Marky Mark Zuckerberg, and ask him to uh, you know increase the limit. Um, yeah, we don't have an answer. I don't know. All right, <laughs> Jones, what you got? Uh, we're going
3: to the next one. Yeah. All right, next one is. This one comes from Derek. He
0: says that it it's a mistake to have your second child at the age of forty-two. Spoiler alert: answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, well, he answered the question. No, Derek, it's not a mistake. So, um, so our, our buddy Derek and his wife Allie, who we've been friends with since we were little kids, I think all children are mistakes. Yeah. So don't don't answer yeah. me. All right, my kids are like in the next room. Don't let them hear. They're sleeping. Yeah, that's all right. My hair, I I dropped it like a loudest f bomb before that's and so my daughter's like daddy and she she's like every time you curse, I would have punched punch you, in, you the in the butt. butt. <laughs> so she ran, she got up from the dinner table, ran across the room just to punch me as hard as she could in the butt. I was blocking her normal shortcut <laughs> yeah. She had to go around. She both. ran like the entire table. It was amazing. <laughs> anyway. Um No, it's not a mistake. I think and this is no knock to only children out there. I think uh it is very good for a child to grow up with siblings. So you gave your kid a sibling. Um, they're going to be better people for it. You're going to, you know, you're 42 and you're changing diapers. That sucks, bro. But it only lasts a couple of years. And then they're like, you know, then, then you just have to wipe their butts while they're, which is awkward. I think it's more awkward to wipe the butt of someone who could talk to you while you're wiping it. Yeah. You're wiping like, so anyway, today it's going to be like, stop talking. I want to pretend you're an inanimate object right now. <laughs> anyway, so. Best of luck with the new kid. And congrats, by the way, Derek. All right, Jonesy. I Next think Jonesy, is... we're losing Jonesy right now. <laughs> you didn't no, know no, the I... sugar-free Red Bull.
3: <laughs> no, no, I'm doing good. It's just, uh, I don't really have an answer for that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. I think it was a rhetorical I... question anyway.
3: Yeah. I mean, I know what my answer
0: is. I'm just not going to say it. Well, I have two kids, and I love them. So, good job, Derek. A hey. boy and a girl also. So,
3: Next one comes from Lucy. She asks... How the heck have you all been?
0: Terrible. Mediocre.
3: I've been pretty fantastic.
0: There you go. You just got the whole rainbow of emotions. Whole oceans. rainbow. That's called the spectrum. Okay. So, yeah, no, I, I think we've been pretty good. Uh, Eric has a mustache now. Jones has a house. Yeah. Um, I bought a Rubik's Cube, so we got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> I learned how to solve a Rubik's Cube, by the way. Is that crazy? Like for real, for real? Like for real, I could solve a Rubik's Cube. But how cube. long does it take you? Two and a half minutes is the fastest I've done it yet. You're a dork. Three minutes. How many
2: YouTube videos did it take? A lot, dude. So many. It's all right. I had to use them to learn how to tie a tie. They're, that's what they're there for. I yeah. used them to fix my dryer. So. Oh, I I I fixed my washing machine, my uh, dishwasher. That's amazing, dude. I love you right now. I love you, YouTube. We were. They were gonna buy a new dryer, and I was like, "Let me get a crack at this thing." Samezies. The part cost me six dollars. And they were gonna buy a new dryer for that. Seems. Did
0: we just become best friends? Just we just yeah twenty thirty. Years we just ago. solidified why. Yeah, I same exact thing. Our dishwasher wasn't working. Uh, it was the one that was here when we bought the house, and it's like a nice dishwasher. It's a Bosch, whatever. And it wasn't. It was not washing. Like it would turn. It would like do the cycle, but then it would just keep running but not actually wash the dishes and everything would just be like soapy and foamy and it would never stop. There was no end. It would run for days if you, if you didn't just like, like, you know, force it to to stop. Went on YouTube, Google. Oh, well, first I Googled like a bunch of things about these dishwashers and like some people were like, Oh, you, you probably need this new like computer chip or whatever. I was found the YouTube video. I bought the part. It was like 15 bucks. Uh, opened up, The panel inside the dishwasher, I took out all the stuff. I removed some plastic things, stuck in a new microchip. Works like a charm. I did that five years ago and it's still running great. Yeah,
2: did one years ago. It was like screaming, making a squealing sound. It was so loud and obnoxious. And I was like, what could. So I Googled the loud noise and people, everyone said it was a belt. It needed a new belt on the pulley system. So I'm like, okay, I looked up the cost of the belt, six bucks. Ordered it when it came. Found a YouTube video. They didn't have the exact dryer that we have, so I found one that was similar. And, I mean, it was basically just getting the dryer apart. We had to take the whole, like, every
0: piece had to come off of it. That's usually the hardest part, is figuring out how to take all the pieces off without breaking anything. But
2: looking at other videos and seeing how different dryers worked on, like, the disassembly, I, I, I don't know if I told you this. So, I do it. I take the whole thing apart. I get it all back together. And I got Nico with me. He's my helper. So, he's like... I'm laying on the floor. He's handing me the tools that I need. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I do it. <laughs> Hands <laughs> you a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> <With> <laughs> and like then you give it back. Print. It's always got the fingerprints. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Every time. I get the whole thing reassembled, turn it on. It works, but it's still making the noise. And I'm like, what the hell? You left the screwdriver in there? No. He goes, were you ever going to take this from me? And he's still holding the new part in the bag. Oh, my God. I reassembled it with the bad part. And I'm like, why wouldn't you say that when it was fully disassembled? He's like, you never asked for it. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh. But
2: the silver lining was I didn't need the YouTube video the second time I disassembled the whole drive. You probably did it so much faster. The so much time. faster. Yeah. Put the new piece on. Started it up. Still going strong to this day with no sound.
0: Well done. Well done. <laughs> I mean, Nico's fired, but like, well done. <laughs>
3: That's awesome. I, same thing with my, my lawnmower last week. I had to watch a YouTube video to disassemble the whole thing. I had to like rebuild my lawnmower. Yeah. And I did a pretty good job. It took me a while. I but love it.
0: The only, and because of you guys, the advice that you gave me on our group chat, the only thing that I didn't even bother with was when my TV, both my TVs in my house broke within a week, which is crazy. But see, see that to me, that's not worth it. I couldn't, I even tried, towards the end of, like, once I decided I was going to buy a new TV, I was like, let me just try to take apart my broken TV. Because why not? I'm going to throw it out anyway. I couldn't even get the back panel off. It didn't have screws. It's one of those ones with yeah. brackets. It's also and not the, cost efficient for a TV. No. And calling a repair guy was going to be like 500 mm-hmm. bucks just to get him to come here. Not even sure how and much. It, it's total- a
2: product where the technology has advanced so far since the last time you bought it. Whereas clothes still dry the same way. So like it, you don't need the new technology dryer. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But TV... Now you got a better picture. So I have like, a better picture. You have for a sure. better lot of things.
0: Yeah, it was crazy that to have two TVs go out in the same week. Yeah, that's wild. My, I, it has to be like I don't know, maybe I had a power surge or something. But it was actually two different breaks. Like the one downstairs just got horizontal lines that don't move. Like they're just like like I could. It still worked. Like you could still watch TV. It just would. Ha, it would look like you are watching yeah. it through a screen door. You know what I mean? Um, and I I can't handle that. Like even the week of me contemplating what to do. I I was like, I can't deal with this. And I've seen that happen. I've had another TV that that happened to what, but like it, it started as like intermittent where like you could like smack the back of it and the lines go away. This was like the second I saw it, it like never moved. No matter what, it was just always there. And I just gave up. Yeah. It's rough. Four days later, my upstairs TV, um, in the bedroom, I'm literally like just I just ordered the new TV for downstairs, and I was like, you know what, whatever. There's you know twelve hundred bucks or whatever, a thousand bucks. I didn't think I was gonna have to spend this week. Um, go upstairs. I hit the power button on my TV, and it just starts flickering. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, no, you're joking with me right now. And I was like, okay, maybe it's just like crashing or something. So I unplugged it, left it unplugged, plugged it back. Whatever. I, I troubleshot it for friggin' two hours. Finally, I was like. I hate everything. I called Samsung, and I sat on the phone with the guy from Samsung for like two hours. It was late at night too. Like I just sat and like I was like talking in like my inside voice because like it was like one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, dude, you understand, man? Like this is messed up. Like I'm a loyal f I'm a loyal customer, man. All I do is buy Samsung friggin' TVs for the last fifteen years. Like, and you guys can't do a thing for me. He's like, dude, they're both out of warranty. Like, I wish I could do something for you. He's like, I'm a customer too, man. And then we started talking. I got his number. We're going out for beers uh next week. Um, so he's like my new best friend. Oh, cool. His name is uh yeah, Sanzibar. I'm just kidding. I made that <laughs> up. Anyway, so I did not try to, re- to fix my TV, but no. everything else can be fixed. Yep. So appliances, f- for sure, like it's always like, like one little part that you have to buy on like a used part mm-hmm. website for like six bucks.
2: You see the new commercials for the repair company that's doing everything through FaceTime now? They just tell you how to fix it? They don't, don't even come to your house. They're telling you how to fix it. No, it's on you the part. That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty smart, but YouTube it. But you don't even need them yeah like if you're using them just watch a youtube video for free
0: yeah i guess it's good that they they probably send you the right part like for sure like you could totally screw up and like not get the right part like you could think it's one problem order the part and then put it in and it's yeah, not. but they could too they could too. that's a good point all right so look at that look at us being repair guys all right jones any more questions uh we got one from blank man he says what is love um
2: what is love love is the mutual respect we all just had for each other after we found out we each
0: repaired something there you go boom jones you didn't think that eric would have an answer so fast
3: no i didn't
0: (laughs) yeah that's love
3: uh next question uh, comes from belmo he asks why do you smell like that Uh, because
2: cody aspen cologne is off the hook
0: brother yeah 15 bucks on amazon it's delightful boom look at that full circle that's comedy ladies and gentlemen that's comedy how it's done, folks. Awesome, and All it right.
3: just works out that that was the last question. So,
0: <laughs> guys, this is a great episode. So nice to be back. It's so nice. I love you guys.
3: Wow, the
2: 151 mark. We haven't done an episode this long since. Uh we didn't know how to
0: podcast. Oh my god! Since we did like a four-hour episode <laughs> with that guy Ryan, who it, was a, it was a great episode. It was, was just long. this dude Ryan Colucci came over. He was a he's a graph. Well, he's a, a movie producer. He he produced that movie. Uh, the remember the heist? Is that what it was called? Do you remember uh, when they rob a armored truck? Armored? What the hell was it called? Was it called armored? Armored? Like Matt Dillon? Yeah, I was going to say with Dillon. He was the producer of Deuce, that Deuce movie. And a half. He put that. He produced that movie. Um, he also did a graphic novel, um, which was awesome. It was about a dude who was like a mad scientist trying to figure out how to not have to ever sleep. sleep. Yeah, it was good. But he I goes insane. I have an autographed copy of that, and the other one he did. Yeah, I forgot the names. I wish I could chat him out right now. But yeah, anyway, we did that episode with him yeah. in my old apartment when we were Roco <laughs> Radio back in the day. Yep. That was a three and a half hour episode. It was insane. And we live streamed it. But the yeah, end, no one was listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't even there for that one. You you weren't there. No. You were like, I don't know. Wow, I'm busy. You were getting your hair did. But yeah, this was uh, this was nice. This is great. And we, you know, I don't think we were that rusty. Nah. What would you rate us? Scale from one to ten. This episode? Today? Yeah.
3: Um, eight. That's yeah, solid. I
0: agree. I'll do I'll do an eight too. Yeah, I that's agree. good. That's good. Solid. Not our best, but definitely not even close to our worst. I'm gonna say eight point one because I I just think more positively about album. us. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 7.9 cause I want to be the closest with that going over. I'll stay at eight. You do that. All right. I love you guys. Love you.
3: Love you guys too.
0: I love all you guys out there too. In the, uh, in the, in the metaverse. In the metaverse. Yeah. Guys, speaking of the metaverse, um, be on our Instagram, like get on there, send us messages, tell us stuff you want us to talk about. Give us feedback. Um, Give us recommendations, TV shows, movies, stuff you buy on the interwebs. Um, yeah. Get involved. Get involved. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in this podcast. <laughs> uh, that's a quote from Nelson Two Mandela. Two podcasts diverged into a wood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I couldn't think of another. I chose the one with better recording equipment. <laughs> yeah. of <laughs> your friends. I still think someone should make a podcast called The Dude Cast. You think anyone's ever done that? Probably. Let's find out. If I ever go solo, my podcast is going to be called The Pomcast. What do you think about that? Just don't take Jones and Friends. <laughs> oh, you should do an episode of Jones and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Jones and Friends is garbage. It's not the best. But it wasn't. No, I think you did a good job. Honestly, I, for those who never listened to it, uh, Jones went solo for... A couple of episodes like on for on purpose like i think we like you <laughs> eric you were somewhere and jones like i'll do a couple episodes and I'll, by myself and i'll throw we'll, and we threw him into into this feed on on our on our uh, um on our show and you did it solo like i could never do a podcast by myself it is a thousand
3: percent harder than doing this like having one person to talk to makes it pretty easy having three makes it super easy especially you you guys Doing a show by yourself is hard. Yeah. Like and just talking at a wall and that was like a ton of preparation to do those shows and I I couldn't fill an hour. It's hard. It's really, really hard.
0: I can't even mic check by myself. I feel weird <laughs> mic checking. Like before you guys come to the studio and I'm I'm like setting up stuff, I'm like, I'll just wait till they get here to mic check. Cause I'm always like, check check one. This is weird. And then I stop. So doing a whole episode by myself would be Impossible. And I
3: couldn't, I couldn't do it uh, like straight through. Like I had to, like periodically stop the show and be like, "All right, well, what am I going to say next?" Yeah, it's too know? much. But you also do have the luxury of doing that. Like you can't really do that with other people in the room.
0: Facts. Well, this was awesome. Hopefully, this becomes the beginning of a stretch of consistency and uh, not ghosting our audience. Fingers crossed. It's gonna be good. Hell yeah! I can feel it. Things are going to change. I can feel it. We're going to get crazy with the cheese Whiz.
2: Amen. Rest in peace, Beck. He's dead too, yeah. I don't know.
0: Him and Clint Eastwood. Both saggy balls too, by the way. Dragon (laughs) Ball. Dragon Ball. (laughs) (laughs) All right, listen, we love you guys. Um, Thank
2: you to all the new listeners, old listeners, everybody that supports us. Until next week,
1: bye. Peace.